What's up, guys? This is Jonathan. And this is Kristen. And this is Terrible Humans. What's up? Uh, we are coming to you uh, a little bit behind schedule, but actually right on schedule. Uh, this is for the Thursday episode that we promised you guys. This will be with. Uh, this will be over our interview with Hunter of Hunt the Dinosaur. Uh, we met with him a couple weeks back and uh, talked to him about. Tours and Dankosaurus, his his album that's out right now. Talk to him a lot about weed. Yeah, talk to him a lot about weed as well, because I mean, that's, that's what everybody wants to hear about, anyways. I know, right? And he's so sweet. He said he'd give us the hookup. Yeah, you ever met somebody that you were just you were concerned to talk to yes. because you thought they were going to be an asshole? Yeah, I, I feel like I give that vibe off. Totally. Um. No, everybody that I talked to had kind of built him up to be this uh, For, la- larger than life character, and he's, yeah. he's such a sweet, like super down to earth, super nice guy. Absolutely, really easy to talk to. Absolutely, yeah, very open, very honest, and, yeah. and just straightforward. I mean, he, he is guy. from Louisiana, so I, I there's that. Oh my god, you that know, was country. That was the funniest cooking, thing. Uh, yeah, uh, family and everything like that, all there, yeah. wrapped in one package. Yeah, that was uh, a good good part to listen to for you guys. Yeah, I got to rekindle that bit about myself. Yeah, it's, it was nice. Your southern twang. My southern twang. Yeah. No, uh, Hunter is is an extremely talented musician. If you don't know, um, if you do know, he's he's a uh, he's a talented musician either way, um, and he's a lot more than what I think everybody gives him credit for. He's you know very talented and very. Uh, uh, mindful to his business and his business is, is his band yeah and, for uh, sure and he takes it very seriously but he knows how to have fun I mean he's like the perfect kind of like don't judge the book by by its cover he's a cool dude though absolutely dude are you eating a leaf he really likes to eat them fucking moose M- moose has made an appearance in, in the past two podcasts <laughs> As the idiot behind us eating crap on the floor. So Oh and yeah. he's been Oof. gnawing on the metal. Oh he's gnawing on that's that's smart, Moose. You got you got good chompers and you're over here ch- you know, gnawing on the desk. I'm, uh, I'm baby. I gnaw on things. So anyways, yeah, we had a we had a real good conversation with Hunter. Um and we appreciate him taking the time out. I know he ended up having to come from a lot further than what we expected. Yeah. I I thought he lived like down the road and he yeah. ended up coming from like an hour away, but we appreciated that drive. Yeah, him and his his girlfriend came over and they uh they so hung out sweet. with us for several hours. He's just chewing on the table. Just had a uh a rad time and he's he's one of the first people I've met in person that was all about white claws. They, yeah. they specifically asked for white claws. I, I thought that was a little funny. I will say. Yeah, it's cause not we, my cup of tea. Because we, we down talked it a whole bunch. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Said it tastes like expired yogurt. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so we're going to be trying to make some, some adjustments to the podcast. Uh, we're trying to get on a better... Uh, recording schedule and a uh, a better a, a more mindfulness for what uh, uh, we have to as far as um, being presentable to YouTube so that we don't lose demonetization or uh, so so that we're not suffering to uh, demonetization later on whenever we actually get monetization. Um, we're just trying to be prepared for that and get up and running. That's why we're not you know f this and s that and everything like that. That's why we're not cursing up front. 
apparently we've got to give the first like good 30 seconds to a minute of you know curse free uh zone and we're we're trying to do that but trust that we will return with the uh the regular oh you know everything else that we say also if my mom pops in she can you know be happy that we gave at least 30 seconds um the podcast is brought to you by with teeth uh if you're listening right now wait I am playing a unreleased demo uh, from a little while back that uh, uh, me and the current guitarist uh, worked on. Uh, actually, he worked on it completely by himself. I had nothing to do with it. I'm not releasing his name. I'm not releasing any, any information until new material is ready to be shown. But uh, there is stuff coming. New ideas are, are being pumped out, and it's it's great. Um, uh, Withteeth.com. Uh, Facebook.com slash W-I-T-3-E-T-H or follow us on Instagram, Twitter, all that good stuff at W-I-T-H-T-3-E-T-H. Also, this podcast is sponsored by uh, Johnny Terrible Gaming. Uh, It's an extension of this podcast, so it does still technically sponsor this podcast. Um, Basically, when this podcast turns off, Multiple times a week, um, uh, Kristen and I are gaming on Twitch and on YouTube, and uh, maybe soon Facebook gaming as well, just depending on what we can uh, accomplish through uh, uh, multicast and everything like that. But uh, Johnny Terrible Gaming on Twitter, uh, Johnny Terrible Game Gaming on Instagram, and then Twitch.tv slash johnny terrible um and i'm mostly playing rocket league right now but thinking about switching it up to some other games so hit the comments below hit the uh subscribe button while you're at it and let me know what games you want to play what do you want to play with me and basically it's a chance for you to come on and talk some mess with me and uh get to know us personally if you have anything else you want to say or if you just want to come in and just talk you know you just want somebody to talk to at night i'm i'm down to play that sounds so creepy if you just want someone to talk to at night you want to talk some ish yeah yeah exactly so uh yeah if you want to come on and be creepy i know we got some some fans in the in the philippines and uh they like to they like to say some weird stuff, and so that would be a, a great shout place. out. That would be a great place to come and do that for for sure. Uh, we are also working, like I said, on a a more dedicated schedule. So we'll be doing. Uh, I'll be able to actually give you times and dates and everything like that for everything that we're doing. Uh, working on editing our video footage better and getting more stuff out there. Just all around trying to be more consistent for you guys. Exactly. And we're also working on starting a vlog um, where we'll give you kind of a a day-to-day, maybe a week-to-week kind of update on what's going on with us and and be more present in our our social medias and, and YouTube channels. I know for years I've been posting photos and, and and everything like that on Instagram and Twitter and everything like that and Facebook, but I haven't really used it as much of a, a storytelling. It's more of like just trying to get information out about the, the different projects that I've been involved with, so I'm going to try to actually put some time into uh, making watchable content for you guys and, and getting out there and getting 
everything up on YouTube and Instagram, Twitter, Facebook. If all you that, guys would like to stuff. tell us what you would like to see or if you had any ideas, definitely let us know. Yeah, we're, we've, we've been thinking about doing like a weekly wrap up um, where we sit down, have a drink, sit by our, our fire pit and just kind of film us talking about what we did, what's going on, our projects are going that are going on, and then having you guys along for the ride, doing a little bit of drone footage, and uh, you know, filming the the different interactions that we get into. Uh, so that's just early early stage of this. I don't know how soon we're going to get started on it. I know I just I ordered some gear to do it pretty soon, but uh, yeah, I, I got to figure some things out before I can actually accomplish it all because I'm running on no sleep as it is and uh, I don't want to just overpower myself but uh, we're working on that working on getting better edits for our, our live videos and then we're going to add some uh, some b-roll and add some bumpers to our, our videos and then throw them up on YouTube so you'll get you know if you missed a live version which is the one where you actually get to comment in and talk to us directly during our show uh, if you missed that then you can go watch it with a uh, little clearer audio, a little clearer video, um, and, a, and a lot more fun stuff involved in it. And, and hopefully we can make that, uh, you know, just as enjoyable for you guys. So, uh, yeah, we're, we're doing lots and lots of work on this thing and trying to make it as, as great as we possibly can. As great and professional as we can. Absolutely, absolutely. Even though we are amateurs. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Uh, see, there it is again. I, I realized I say fucking absolutely all the time. You s- <laughs> You say... Absolutely. I Fuck. just I just said I'm not gonna curse in the opening, <laughs> and then I said the F. I was good. I think I was good. You, you were good. You didn't say it. <laughs> but then I. We were talking about it yesterday. I, we did a, a read for uh, our Cutthroat Conspiracy podcast. We cuss like sailors. And I said absolutely, probably 15 times in the first five minutes of the video. Absolutely. Uh, awful. Yeah. So at the time of this recording. We have just recently done a podcast with uh, Begotten, Michael Martin of Worship and Tribute Nerd, as well as a former member of Ace, uh, uh, excuse me, I wrestled a bear once, not Aesop. Uh, we also met with Andrew and Daniel of the band And Hell Followed With. Patty Cakes and Dan, Daniel. And we hung out with Clay, Bryce, and Kristen of Aesop. And coming up in the next few weeks, we are book solid. We've got bands like Abacus, Days of the Moon, Always the Alibi, uh, In Cycles and Circles, Bryce Butler, Lost in Separation, and we've got Noah Shark Robertson of the band A Tragedy at Hand, formerly of the bands The Browning and Motograder. And uh, he's going to be talking to us about some some pretty cool stuff that's going on with him. Um, if you're not already, give us a like on Instagram. Give us a like on Facebook, uh, Twitter, all that good stuff. Our links are facebook.com slash terriblehumans with a Z on the end of it instead of an S. And then all of our social medias are exactly the same. Terriblehumans with a Z on the end instead of an S. So uh, give us give us a like there. Hit us with uh, comments or questions or anything you want to ask us going forward. Or if you see a guest that you want to uh, hear more about or hear more from, 
be sure to shoot us messages and we will we will get those read to them and and we will talk about them if you would like to submit to the podcast to be on it uh, as a guest or if you'd like your music played as one of our openers or uh, in anything like that if you'd like to uh, promote a product through us if you'd want to pu- you want us to push something for you uh, please hit us up at terrible humans with a Z on the end of it at gmail.com uh, so back to it we uh, we met with Hunter Madison of hunt the dinosaur such a sweetie such a friendly dude and he actually just uh, he was just on stage with a mirror. Yes, he, he got he got asked to come out as a guest mm-hmm. and do a do a verse with with Frankie of Amir, and that was just killer to watch. He's are you fangirling right now? I'm not fangirling. It's it's one of those things where I'm just like, I I enjoy a vocalist that's got a talent. Yeah, it and is really nice to to be able to talk to someone that you know you not only admire but. I respect. Yeah, you respect and does have like a good work ethic when it comes to you know their band and everything like that too. It's just it's all around so so much nicer. Yeah, I I fawn over skill. Uh, I found and and I, I was the same way when I was talking with uh, with Andrew of and Hell followed with. It's it's just seeing somebody that does what I do. You know, I I do screams and and clean vocals for with teeth. And just hearing somebody put in the same amount of effort, not just think it's a, you know, it's a, a game or it's a it's a play around. And I know Hunter gets kind of confused with that because everybody sees him, you know, smoking weed or holding uh, various items that would not be, you know, necessarily taken seriously unless you're a rapper or something like that. But that's his vibe. That's just what he does. And and seeing that he takes his business so seriously, he takes his band so seriously, is just is something to be admired. And it's not in a fangirl kind of way. It's just, you know, I, I deal with a lot of musicians that aren't on that level. And they, they just think this is a part-time thing or they think that just because they get on stage that they're, they're going to blow up tomorrow. And yeah, they don't. They, sometimes they don't put their all into it or they don't take it seriously enough and you can tell that Hunter like where he's at he's clearly taking it seriously like he knows how to have fun with it but he knows how to take it as a business absolutely well and it's, uh, it's nice to see absolutely yeah. so definitely damn, you know damn it there it is again yeah Absol- I heard it. absolutely absolutely I, absolutely I'm gonna make a freaking shirt that says absolutely oh my god i'm gonna i'm gonna start taking like videos like every time you say it and just like make a little collaboration just absolutely absolutely let's do that let's let's do that uh i need to start filming these things so that we can add that to it Mm -hmm. i I know i say it more when it's just me and you yeah you're so comfortable i am i am absolutely absolutely so cute so I'm going to edit this thing. We're going to have some dinner, and then I'm going to hop on Rocket League uh, just to let you know you guys aren't going to hear this tonight, so it's, it's not going to matter. But uh, I will be streaming multiple times a week. If you want to come on and talk with me, and you can you can hear me say absolutely all you want. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, if you want to promote with us, message us. Let's get you in here. We're, uh, we're, we're, we're already booking for 2020. And uh, this thing is, is so much fun to us. We, we want it to be fun for you guys. Uh, hit us up. Let us know. So uh, without further ado, 
Here's Hunter Madison of the band Hunt the Dinosaur. Absolutely. You're such a bad person. <laughs> he'll get on MIDI and he'll just, he'll go through shit and he'll, and I'm just like, he'll, he's going through like all of this stuff and I'm trying to like catch on very, very slowly. Hey, Corey, you're listening now. Uh, let me know if you've got audio again. Uh, I just had a, a, a fritz on my system, but let me know if you, if you see this and hear it a little better. Um, <clears throat> yeah, I, I worked, uh, I, I wrote a lot of the drums for, for my old band stuff. And so I wrote a lot of the MIDI, uh, stuff. And then that okay. transitioned into me wanting, uh, cool. We're back. Uh, that transitioned into me wanting to learn, uh, lights. And I learned, uh, MIDI production from Dustin Weaver of Seeker. Oh, okay. And, uh, he, he kind of gave me the basics of it and told me, Hey, look, look into these things and kind of dig a little deeper on it. And that's when I I just went full fucking bore. Same same as like you see the room in here. This was like this was a, a you know a two month idea. I was like I want to do a podcast, and yeah. I just went full fucking force at it. And then you get this. You're doing a good job, man. Ridiculous shit. Um, but yeah, my my lights were were just like everything is programmed. Our whole show was programmed. So. That actually brings me up to another point now. We were talking about tracks before. Mm-hmm. We had a we had a sit down with Cutthroat Conspiracy, and if you guys watched it on live the other day, you saw that uh, Cam from Cutthroat Conspiracy was avidly against using tracks, using back tracks and stuff yeah. like that. Yeah. Me, I'm totally fucking for it because anything that fills up my tone, anything that makes m- my sound better, uh, I want. Now, for me, I, I think he was he was thinking or he was saying that like we use tracks to basically do things that we can't do live. And it's like, right. no, I can do them. It's hard to do them and a dozen other things at the same time. So, you know, if I'm doing a, a high and a low, mm-hmm. it makes it so that I only have to do lows. And then I've got a high on the back, uh, back side of it. It still sounds really good. So you're exactly. still giving that performance. Exactly. But I'm not having to do a split vocal thing. What, what's, your, what's your thoughts on those? As far as backtracking goes, Hunt the Dinosaur uses backtracks. I don't backtrack any of my vocals. I do some of like my uh, my rapping vocals, but as far as screaming goes, it's one hundred percent me. Um, but as far as uh, the rest of the backtrack, we have like a guitar that's backtracked that acts as the second guitar player because we're a four piece band, right? And um, we like all of our atmospheric sounds and the hi hats and our snare bombs and bass hits and all that stuff that's all backtrack so i i like it for various reasons one it's like it's it's one less mouth to feed i like a four-piece band i like the way that looks better too right i, I think that it keeps the sound more consistent live you're playing at different venues with different sound guys and speakers and boards and etc vice versa and that backtrack just to me makes it more consistent it also makes it to where if you're playing the kind of like a rinky dink kind of shit venue you're gonna sound at least decent, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Yeah. For for me, it was uh, it it was a way to take out any unknown variable. I could show up to a venue and I would basically know my lights are gonna run, my cabs are gonna run, the guys that are in my band are gonna do what they know to do. I can do what I know what I can do. Exactly. And then everything else, all I was doing was basically just running tails to the the mixer, and then he could handle uh, or the the sound engineer, and then he could run. 
you know, how it sounds to everybody else. But to our ears, you know, my, my in-ears that I'm running now mm-hmm. um, or everybody else in the band, we were going to be dead the fuck on every single time. Exactly. Uh, as best as we could. You know, obviously you have technical issues that you run into. But, I mean, shit, if we're if we're trying to do everything as best we can for a good performance, it, it just made sense to be like that. I agree. I agree. Yeah, the the elitists and I in the metal community, especially musicians, especially there's so many elitists. It's like if it's not heavy, if it's not 300 BPM, fucking sweet picking just out the ass. It's not. It's not music, and it's not anything good. Um, I uh, I will do anything. You can consider it cheating, whatever. People, there's. I, I'm a drummer. I've been a drummer for over 20 years. There's drummers that consider triggers cheating. I think that triggers are essential to metal music. I think if you're not running a trigger, it it doesn't sound as good with one. But now now are you using opinion. are you using triggers because you have a, a softer hit or you just want it to sound fuller or uh, there, there's some guys that think that the trigger is actually doing the work for you. Right. Well, you hit the same amount of notes with the trigger. It just makes it to where if, when you're doing extremely fast BPMs, the articulation is better with it. Right. You, you can set it to uh, 70 or 80% and it sounds solid every exactly. hit, even if you don't have dead the fuck on hitting. Exactly. Yeah. And also with the style of music that I play, death chord, death metal, whatever you want to call it, I like an extremely aggressive attack on the kick. Mm-hmm. And it's kind of like with the backtrack. A, a trigger is a back also makes it more consistent too, so... I, I like I like I like to mic it and have a trigger. You get the good low end from the mic, and then you get the good focused attack from the trigger. So, yeah, I totally get that. I mean that 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 makes sense, and and uh, I'm I'm right there with you. When we ran a trigger of sorts, we we did something more so I could have it in my ears. Mm-hmm. We we always had a hard time uh, setting up on a on a short amount of time, and. Um, being able to mic everything and running it into our interface. We run the same interface in here that we would run on stage. It's a, all the same gear. And it just made it simple to where I could I could roll up with a uh, trigger module, set it up, run one single out off of the kick drum into that trigger module, into my interface, right. and into my ears. And then I could have everything dead the fuck on. I could hear it every single mm-hmm. part of the song. And uh, I would even go one step further, and I'm I'm not saying anybody ever heard this, but me and the other guys in the band, <laughs> I would run our recorded drums into my ears. Yeah, there's been so, to do that so that I could, I knew where I was in the record, or I knew where I was on on those specific songs. Mm-hmm. Corey wants to know what about a snare trigger? No, no snare trigger. Ah, um, sorry, bud. I like I like a real fat badass snare, but um, <laughs> I uh. I, I don't have anything against snare triggers or snare toms or anything, but I, I prefer, like, mm-hmm. real snare, real toms, real cymbals, trigger kick. He's like, yeah, authentic on that one. Yeah. Real, real good. Uh, thanks, Wyatt. Appreciate that. Yeah, Wyatt's saying uh, we stepped up our podcast production game, yeah. and he, he digs it. He said he looks great. I, I, I'm sure he saw my uh, my my video from last week where it was one webcam from the let's, – let's see if I've got that one – uh yeah, yeah, it was one webcam from this yeah. corner <laughs> that just shot across and it was really rinky dink like echoey audio. I'm still working on this mic because I'm I'm still having fucking issues. So this but... is the first setup like this. Like like how you have it on the left. I've hand. had it set up like this for about two or three weeks, but I couldn't get my my video and my audio to sync. Um 
I've been trying to get the uh, the video programmer that I'm using right here. You see how it keeps switching on you? Yeah. I've been trying to get it to work and sync, and it would it would just echo everything like you heard when we first got started. It was just reverberated the whole fucking time. It sounded like we were in a fan, and uh, I, <laughs> I couldn't get bad. it to sync. So I've, I've been pulling like 20-hour days for the past couple of weeks. Jesus. Like, I'd go to work, yeah. and I'd come straight home, and I'd work on this shit. So <laughs> I, I'm just now kind of getting it to where I can I can test it a little bit better. Where you can breathe for a um, second. But thank you, Wyatt. We appreciate it. Thank uh, you, Wyatt. Yes, yeah, Corey said, what about snare triggers? I think you asked about that. And, yeah, already. Uh, said just all rim shots and making blast beats easier. Oh, yeah. <laughs> um, so to me, you're known for your rap vocal uh, sound. What, what That's got pretty you, cool, too. What got you to that? That's so cool. Um, and, and disclaimer, and I'm not even lying when I say this, I, I discovered Attila through Hunt the Dinosaur. I discovered when I released my first Hunt the Dinosaur song, someone was like, this sounds like Attila. I was like, who the fuck is Attila? That's <laughs> how I discovered Attila, not even joking. Um, uh, the way that Hunt the Dinosaur started, I, um, I was in Oxide Chill still. I was drumming for Osage Hills, and I did a Look At Me Now cover. It was Chris Brown, Lil Wayne. <laughs> yeah. I did that cover, and um, I've all, I mean, I'm from Louisiana, that fast Cajun talk. I've always, I can just spit it. I've always been a really fast talker. And so I memorized, I memorized that song. It took forever, and I did a cover of that song, released it, and it got good buzz. And then I kind of just, I just kind of spun off on that. I did my own EP, and I just, I just I uh, I was mixing the the fast vocals with 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 deathcore and mm-hmm. um, um, Phil Bozeman was another Phil Bozeman was probably a bigger influence than anything and he wasn't anything like on Attila's level when I discovered Attila and was listening to their shit I was like I, I can understand why yeah. I get compared um, but I uh, yeah just kind of spun off on that and then once it started getting popular that was just kind of my niche and then I I also um, I'm trying to be kind of like the uh, I guess you could call it the Wiz Khalifa of metal, Snoop Dogg of metal. Nice. I'm a, I'm a, uh, That's cool. I'm a big cannabis connoisseur. As so. usual, Sailor Jerry sponsor me. Oh yeah. <laughs> and um, so I, uh, I I just tried to implement that. I, I, I felt like there wasn't that Snoop Dogg, Wiz Khalifa type mm-hmm. of uh, personality in metal and yeah, I wanted it to be heavy and sinister and and fucking brutal, but I also wanted I also wanted it to be something where it's like, you know, it, it was also approachable and it was also a good time and it was it it wasn't anything that was too you know too sinister. Right, it seemed to kind of happen at a good time too, though, because yeah. well, no one was really doing it. Yeah. You're just like, eh, bring something new to the table. It's always nice to have something new to the metal scene, though. I agree. Something that's you know so we got so a- basic. Corey New Jims again is saying, uh, do you have any U.S. tours? And then before you answer that one, Jason Tannenbaum says, what's up from the Tannenbaum? Ta-ha, what's up? Uh, that Jason Tannenbaum guy, he's from Louisiana where I, he went to elementary school with me in Louisiana. Aww. And he actually ended up moving out to the DFW area. That's cool. Hey, if you got any embarrassing stories. What's up, buddy? I don't know how long you've been here, but uh, welcome and I'm glad you're here. Oh, Tannenbaum. He's a good guy. That All right, so a, That's a cute name. Back to new gyms. Uh, any U.S. tours you got coming up that you want to talk about? Uh, let's just say that next year we got a U.S. tour. I can't talk about it, but um, we do have one little tour we're doing in Canada at the end of this year in December. Um, and after that, we'll be announcing the U.S. tour that we're doing next year. But 2020 is the year for Hunt the Dino to be torn and 
hitting the road, getting and out there, showing awesome, your stuff. Yeah. I'm so excited for you, dude. The, the the United States one, the one that we're doing, it's gonna be in the beginning of the year. It's gonna oh be a yeah, tour. awesome, dope. <laughs> so, uh, how is the reception for Dankosaurus going? And do you have any any big plans for it coming up? Um, right now, I'm basically just concentrating on and you know, hunt the dinosaur. It was founded in 2014, 2015, dropping that EP. And then once that EP dropped and it really started gaining traction, I, I, I started taking it more seriously around 2017, 2018. Yeah. And um, I, um, my focus right now is just to get on the road. Um, that album is still pretty fresh and new for the most part. So I'm just going to try to ride 2020 with it and play a bunch of tours and get out and perform live as much as I can. And at the same time I'm doing that, I'm going to be writing for another album. Considering this, the sound of it, you should definitely be able to write it oh, yeah. for sure. Because it's just, it's like a newer sound. I feel like. Yeah. It, yeah. And, and hunt the dinosaur is also somewhat of a cover band. I've got a bunch of covers yep. on YouTube. So I will yeah. also be working on cover songs. I oh, also, cool. I, I have two cover songs I'm sitting on right now. Oh yeah, they're already completed and finished with. I'll be Can doing. Can you give us any hints? I, it's okay if you can't. I, just... uh, I mean, you could like mime something, I, I, right? I, I we can, can play. Oh, let's play charades. <laughs> I, I I will say that I'm not gonna say the song or anything. I did. I have a cover of Bro Job. I did, and it's fucking badass. Dope. It's fucking dope. It's fucking so sick. Bro Job, we got. We're coming for you guys. I promise. The drummer of Mahant the Dinosaur is also the drummer of Bro Job. So what's up, Trevor? Good old Trevor Scott. I love you, Trevor. Oh, sweet. Thanks for sticking with me. <laughs> <laughs> um, so speaking of Trevor and other musicians that you've worked with in, in DFW, uh, like who who are your your favorite to work with, whether they're DFW based or just across the country? You've you, you've worked with quite a few of them here locally, but yes. have you worked with uh, quite a few outside of the area as well? Yes. Um, I've worked with a lot of local musicians that I love. Bryce Butler, he's the drummer of, uh, ex-drummer of The Faceless. He's a drummer of Abigail Williams now. He just got through doing a tour with uh, Shadows of Intent. Love that guy. Me and him have always been homies. He was the original drummer. And then um, I've had a few other guitar players. I had the guitar player from Lizard Professor a little bit, Gannon McCoy. And then um, uh, I had the guitar player... For, he's filling in right now, Daniel Gomez with uh, and Hell Followed with. He's the one who did the guitar for Dankasaurus and recorded all that stuff. Um, now I'm having a fill-in a guy named Dylan who's doing the Canadian tour with me. And then I've got uh, another guy named Nick Broomhall. I don't know if you've ever heard of him. He's he, he's from Austin. He, he's he's known in the metal community. He makes videos and stuff. But he's, I'm going to assume he's a wizard because he, of his last name. He's fucking, yeah, Broomhall's a badass last name. Yeah. He, um, he's going to be doing some covers with me. He, he's, uh, he did the guitar for the cover that me and the bro job dude did. Nice. Which I'm not announcing yet, but I will be announcing soon. Soon, um, soon, soon. Yeah. Burr, burr, burr. It, dude, it's, it's fucking, it's so good. I can't wait to release it. Um. <laughs> But uh, he did the guitar for that. He's going to be doing guitars for some other covers we're doing. He's kind of he's essentially, I think, kind of going to be like my cover guitar kind of guy. Nice. Um, but he's a really good guy. So check out Nick Broomhall if you haven't. He's he's pretty dope. Check him out. He's good, good, good guy. Good guy. Yeah. Um, all right. So I got some other questions here. Ask away. Um, for me, uh, I'm. I think I think I had a bad reputation and. DFW at least is being kind of a 
Asshole. An asshole. <laughs> and um, the metal community is the most shit talking community. Unfortunately, oh yeah. yeah, it's yeah. the most um, shit talking community. Bunch of fucking hens just clucking. But like, I'm, I, uh, yeah. my band was always known as being a Christian band. We're not a Christian fucking band. Um, it was just the early stages of it. So we we were kind of the other side of it from you. You're known for, uh, you know, weed, and in your videos, you're known for like your guns and stuff like that. And it's it's more of a bloodier uh, uh, kind of. Uh, uh, you know, visceral look. Mm-hmm. What what got you to want to go in that direction? What got you to want to just embrace it? Was it just your just the natural turn of events? A little bit. I mean, it just kind of like with the just how it flew and how it just all came out to be. Um, I uh, with me personally, hunt the dinosaur to me is not just one thing. I mean, most people think I'm like just a weed guy or whatever. But if you look at my songs and break them down, I mean, some songs they're they're about, you know, it's kind of like being the the king of the mountain being on top and like no one, you know, you, you try to drag me down this whole time, but you can't defeat me. I'm going to be on top no matter what you do. And there's other songs that are about weed and getting high and doing that shit and having a good time turning You're up. You're like, God, people, I have variety. I do have variety. I mean, it's no matter what, I'm always going to have the turn up shit. That's what I call it. Let's just like turn up, smoking bud, having fun with your friends. Your Lex style of music, how much has it changed since you first started out? I mean, as far as the sound, it has evolved a lot. Yeah. The sound in itself. But as far as me, my hunter, hunt the dinosaur, it's been mm-hmm. the same. I mean, it's, How has it evolved from the beginning till now? It's gotten... I, I just think the music together has become more whole. Mm-hmm. The first EP that I dropped, it was, it was kind of put together real fast. It was... Yeah. A lot of thought wasn't put into it. I feel like I mean I was younger too. I'm I'm 30 years old now. I turned 30 this year. So, yeah, What's up, the 30 plus club? I know I hate it. I miss my uh, 40s. But um, I'm still in my 20s, so I'm good. <laughs> yeah, hey, fucking enjoy it. Oh, okay, I so, am. So, so, that, that, that does bring up something for me. Um, when I was fuck 23, I think I was in I was in a local band here uh, called uh, Bring Forth the Fallen, and I remember I, that name. I, I was I was told that like Long, if you're not signed by the time you're like 27, you're done. You're yeah. just fucking out of it. And you know you see a lot of those bands that like the the dudes get signed at 21, 22, 25, you know age, and then they are done by the time they're 27 or 30 or something like that. But the ones that like make it outside of that, a lot of times they seem like they they last a lot longer because they have like, a better head on their shoulders. They're more mature. What what's what's your thoughts on on growing older? Uh, not older. You're you're young. You're very young. You know. You're, <laughs> no, you bitches is old. No, 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 no. <laughs> you you bitches is old. <laughs> you're three years younger than me, and I would have never guessed it. I thought you were like fucking twenty four. Most people think like I'm twenty three, twenty four. Um, we got some some tombstones in the other room. Dude, you do. One. Yeah. <laughs> oh my god! Write your name on it. <laughs> yeah, I, I, my, my band's basically just done, so I, we're, we're gonna like write uh, "Rest in Peace" to my music career on one of them. <laughs> yes, we're gonna go for it too. Uh, hey, you can dig that shit out of the grave and revive it anytime you want. Yeah, so many I, bands have done I, that. Honestly, oh, that's such honestly, a positive you, your, spin. Your project inspires me to to want to do that because you've you've kind of taken it in that direction where you just said "fuck it." I'm not doing this with other people. I'm just kind of doing it myself. And that is why Hunt the Dinosaur got created. Yeah. Any band that I've ever been in, it always would fall apart because of other members and outside resources. I never had anything to do with it. I always, I mean, music is my 
life. I love music. I'm an artist. I want to create art and play music live. But I'm getting older now, and I also want it to be realistic and tangible. I want to be able to make money and support myself and my beautiful family and, and you know, be able to... And, and and just look looking at it realistically. He's he's not crazy. First off, his girlfriend is sitting off screen, just so everybody knows. She's, she's not just here. pointing at a light in the corner. Yeah, my pretend girlfriend. <laughs> she's here. Don't worry. In spirit. <laughs> she's not. She didn't imaginary. want to be known for him. So right. <laughs> she's like, I'll support from a distance. That's fine. Yeah, I, love you. I, I get that. Kristen's like that with me a lot. She's just like, oh shit, I got to be on the screen with him. Fuck. <sighs> Every day. <laughs> yeah, she had she had to put up my shit in here where I'm. Yeah, call, calling her in here at two o'clock in the morning. Like, hey, I need you to come check mics for me real quick. Mic check, mic check, one two. Yeah, exactly. I was on. Yeah, I said that. It was a little. long fucking week. Yeah, it's been a really long week. All right, let's see. I got I got more questions in here. Do you ask away? Ask away. What's uh, your favorite color? My favorite, black. Nice. But, but I mean, people, if you're going to get technical, people are like, oh, that's just the absence of light. And then whites, all the colors mixed together. If I had to pick a color that's not white or black, uh, red. Moose, you ass. I like red. Red because of blood. Oh, my goodness. And black because of my soul. <gasps> I'm so I just, Black just goes with everything. I wear black every day. I can't say much. I'm literally wearing all black. I like, love black. My socks are Black's where it's at, baby. Yeah. My, my favorite color is green, so. I, I love green too. Yeah. I like smoking green. <laughs> oh, if you guys wow. saw it, my, my good transition. My camera just <laughs> flickered really bad because uh, I've got a fat dog sitting directly below it that decided <laughs> that it was in the wrong spot. For Doggy, so. doggos, yeah. doggo. Uh, let's see. How about Saba You. You, you you were telling me that some of your bands were were more religious based and and you were you had kind of that faith based style earlier on. Yes. What what got you into your music that you are now? What got you into the music that was going on then, and what made the transition for you, bud? Um, lots of things. I mean, some of those bands. I mean, they were my homies looking for a drummer, you know, and I just helped them out. Um, some of the bands I. Uh, that seems to be a, a thing uh, a lot, and I, I, I even love with the it. dinosaur, I love it and I hate it at the same time because it's like you get those dudes that just want to help you out, but then they have no passion for what you're playing, and then it ends exactly. up almost setting you back steps, which is why I've gone through so many guitar players. <laughs> Dude, I guarantee you, I've got more under my belt than you do. Yeah, it's exactly. This is, is so much fun to hear. It's like because like I've I've been there for for quite a while through his band experience, and seeing the ins and outs of it, seeing people come and go, and then just like hearing it from another perspective, like it happens to other people. It's just like. I don't know. It's so nice to hear. It, it, it is a hard fucking uh, it's so, lifestyle. Yeah. It is. It is yeah. extremely frustrating. It It is because it's, 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 it's different for other types of music, especially like rap when you're a solo artist and you get to just depend on yourself. Kind of, you still have, you know, you have your management team, you have, you have your manager, you have all that stuff you have to depend on. But with, yeah. but with metal, especially you have to depend on, your whole band and it's such a closed niche thing it's not here for whatever fucking reason every time i change the camera angle it cuts off my recording that used to be a bottle of vodka didn't it no it was my anniversary gift from Kristen. oh the seven year 
Y'all been together for seven years. Yeah. Seven years. Are y'all married? No. 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 She won't buy me a ring. I'm, I'm not gonna buy her a ring. Yeah. <sighs> not anytime soon. Just gonna make her wait and dangle it in front of you. Say so you never get this. You never gonna get. You it. never get this. <laughs> you really gotta be quicker than that. It's gonna be the the biggest ring. Man, I saw. I saw. I mean, this is kind of off. Yeah, dude, it's fucking. It, it's the biggest diamond I have ever seen. It's, it's fucking massive. Yeah, it's on. She puts a. She puts a lot of diamonds. Hook it up, offset, offset. <laughs> right. <laughs> so apparently, yeah, I have to buy him a ring. I have to put a ring on it. He's my Beyonce. Yeah, that's that's what I'm trying to get. I'm still. I'll hunt the dinosaur. Will always exist. It doesn't matter if every member quits. I mean, mm-hmm. I. Uh, I'm my name is Hunter. I created the name. It's my band. Hunt the dinosaur will always nice exist. To meet you, Hunter. Yeah. <laughs> But I'm about to get into the rap game here. About 2020, I'm going to drop a rap CD. Um, it's not going to be affiliated with Hunt the Dinosaur. I'll have a different name. Um, yeah. But it'll be a little five, six song rap EP. The, dude, the, the little skinny white boy rapper is hot right now, bro. It's hot. Like, this shit is just popping off, son. It I, really is. And I got, I got bars over Baghdad. I'm, <laughs> I'm waiting for it. Waiting for it. So, uh, you're not, you're not going to pull the Holy Guile? I mean... Uh, th- well, what do you mean? Like they had a uh, fuck. What's what's his name? Sod. Uh, that's her. That's her thing. Look at that. Oh, that's an ugly ass fucking ring. <laughs> <laughs> ugly as fuck. It but looks like shit. a pendant on her finger. But yeah. dude, when that light hits it, man, it's just like. Bam. Oh, yeah, I'm sure it sparkles. Bam. It's huge. It's like you know, if I was a chick and I just saw like a huge fucking dick, but it was just all like warped and curvy and weird looking, and be like, oh, it looks fucking ugly. But goddamn, you got a huge dick. You know what I'm saying? Totally. <laughs> I'm not, man. I'm just, I'm just saying. You know. In my mind, big dicks are cool, but if it's all, no, she's saying a dick is a dick. Come on, get yeah, on that. You know, and, and if it's all curvy and shaped, oh, it, it'll just, you know, stimulate you. It, it just differently. hits all the spots right. Yeah. <laughs> it's okay if it leans to the left. It's fine. No big deal. It's, it's called a lilt. Um. No. Uh. Get that cheese from, butt. Uh, uh, fuck. What was it called? <laughs> I know that um, uh, the Holy uh, Guile and Franz from Attila, he does that rap shit, that that Bone Crew, yeah. whatever. I mean, and don't get me wrong, no, no, um, no bad beef or uh, talking down to Franz at all, but that shit's some foo foo lame shit. The rap shit, <laughs> it, it's lame, it's lame as fuck. I'm not a, I'm not a fan of Attila either. I think the music is good. I think that Franz is a fucking badass entrepreneur. Yeah, I, I think like him, him Franz. I have respect for that, and I have, I don't I don't disrespect Attila either. I just I uh, when I used to when I was a way bigger metal elitist than I am now. I uh, I used to hate getting compared to Attila. I was like, no, fucking sound like Attila, <laughs> fuck that. But <laughs> now, but you. now I love it. I I'm, I'm like, yes, I sound just like them. Yes, yes, <laughs> yes. yes I, I I get all of my influence from Attila. G- <laughs> give me twenty five percent of your fan base, I'll be happy. <laughs> Seriously, Seriously. <laughs> Uh, no, I was I was talking about uh, Sod from uh, the Holy Guile and the Crimson Armada. He did he left Crimson Armada or Crimson Armada kind of fell apart, and then the Holy Guile started up, um, and uh, he did like half rap, half you know deathcore on the same album. So like that screaming suicide boys. Type no, no, shit. no, no, no. It was actually like a a rap song every three or four songs. In the middle of a, a deathcore album, huh? That's so, kind so of interesting. Yeah, it was. It yeah. was. It was kind of weird. He, it, 
the whole album was about like weed and guns or something like that huh. but yeah it was it was just a very that's my life right there i, I don't <laughs> like it mixed. I, I don't like the suicide boys a like ghost man like when they're screaming over those trap beats and stuff yeah i personally don't dig that that's not my thing um but um i uh i've i've featured and stuff like that before for like mm-hmm. edm artists and stuff like that but um no the rap shit's just gonna be just <laughs> some, some turn up crazy is that camera moving oh yeah <laughs> the camera started the fucking dogs probably what's up? dude this dog is so cute uh, what's up mama but yeah i'm really i'm really excited to do that uh, oh that's a good song <laughs> cocaine's a hell of a drug cocaine so for for those of yes, you that it give is. a shit this one's called uh, devil devil's dandruff we we went yeah. through a tornado yesterday Yes. Oh, and our backyard, a tree split in half and hit our house. Holy really? shit. It did not damage our house at all. That's awesome. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, fucking uh, awesome. A dude we know named Sergio, he, his his house was just fucking uh, uh, wrecked. Like the the yard oh, and stuff okay. like that. His, uh, trees fell on his car and, and everything. But I think his house. I was. I saw survived. the news. It was like, there was a few places. I don't know if it was downtown Dallas, but it was like a Dickie Sporting Goods. The roof got like caved in and like oh a bunch of. Oh my gosh. Yeah. People were showing like, uh, I saw stores. one picture. It was like a before and after of a house, like a big, just like nice mansion. And it just fucking flattened yeah. out. I didn't realize it was that bad. When we were, when we were sleeping last night, I turned the TV off and it was. There was a few times during the night I was like, "Damn, you hear that? It's fucking, it's it's hitting the window hard." But yeah. I didn't like, I didn't hear the lightning hit the tree. I didn't hear the tree fall over or anything. But shit. when we when I woke up today and went out there, I looked. I was like, "Holy shit!" And it it, it is split right in half. God damn. And if it if whatever, I mean, it looks like lightning. It wasn't smoking or anything, but whatever made it split in half. It if it had just like moved over like a few more inches, the really big part of the tree would have collapsed on the house. God but damn. yeah, it, did, it didn't even leave a scratch. So. That, yeah, my mom and my sister were like, "Be careful! There's tornadoes. There's there's been a sighting. You can need to be careful." Saying inside, I'm like, "We're out." And we rent our house, so yeah. we slept like <laughs> yeah. babies last night. We just yeah, yeah. I, I, don't, I don't even give a fucking storm time. Like, just let it hit. I don't give a shit. <laughs> if I'm going. I'm going. <laughs> Dude, I'm such a light sleeper. Like, if if someone walks in the room or any noise, like I wake up. Like, I, yeah, not here, son. Nah, I envy I'm, that. No, I'm he's fucking dead. Done. Dead About to the world. five minutes after I laid out, oh, and, and, and it only takes you five ten minutes. No, it's seriously, it's, five it's seconds. I don't sleep, or I'm I'm done as soon as I hit the bed. Yeah, pretty much. Like my yeah. stepdad, he can just like lay down and just fall asleep. It takes I'm, me an I'm, hour. Yeah, two. takes me forever to go to sleep, and I'm a light sleeper. Dogs move, I'm like fucking awake. Yeah. Oh yeah, but him, he lays down. Five seconds later, I hear the snore, and I'm like, lucky Fat bastard. clouds, bro. Fat clouds on the vape, And th- this this is no THC. This is just water vapor with a hint of nicotine. Oh. This is blueberry pomegranate. I used to be a dirty cigarette smoker. Oh, oh, Randy Hill. Thank you, bud. I turned off raw for this. Fuck yeah. <laughs> Fuck raw, dude. That shit's fake. This is real, son. We are really in the studio with Hunt. The fucking dinosaur. Hunt the cunt, baby. <laughs> Hunt the dino. Oh, I like it. Oh, I've been called worse. <laughs> what, like what? Oh, I kind of I want to fucking know now. Cunt the dino. Fucking. Dude, just scroll through my YouTube comments. Oh, my God. I've All been right. I've been called so much shit. Now, do you read your comments a lot? Oh, well, I, don't, I used to. I used to be obsessed with my YouTube comments, and it would like... 
I would literally lose sleep if someone was like, this is shit, this is lame. And I'm like, oh, God, God, God. I gotta be better. But I've been in this shit long enough now to to where if you're not getting shit talked on you, you're not doing it right. Right. I gotcha. And I get more love than hate, so. So y'all just had a show this past weekend, didn't you? We did. We did. You played uh, Tomcats? Played at Tomcats. How'd it go? It was an awesome show. Awesome. We uh, we played with, uh, what were they called? For for, uh, Forgot Conformity? Forgetting Conformity? Forget Conformity? I think that's what it is. It was their CD release show. Yep. Badass. Um, We played that, and then... uh, I had uh, Jiren from Renatus fill in on drums. Check out Renatus if you haven't. Fucking badass. Jaren, hit me up. We want to get you guys in the studio too. So that kid is... I, I've been playing drums for 20 years. I've met drummers across the country, the world, everywhere. He is like one of the fastest drummers I've ever met. Yeah. yeah he it's, is it's so fucking fast. It's upsetting to see how many good drummers there are in Dallas right now. Dude, the DFW is flooded with talent. I mean, we got for, for sure. Talent. We got Bryce. For sure, we got he's top Jaren. He's top five best drummer I've ever met ever in my life. Bryce is the most dynamic drummer. He can play anything. And what's set mm. to me, and this is just my personal opinion. Mm-hmm. Like I said, a drum teacher been playing twenty years. Drum line, jazz drum, uh, all of it. Um, what what makes Bryce one of the better drummers I've ever met in my life is his focus and his commitment. He loves drums more than any person I've ever met. Yeah. He uh he like literally would fuck drums if it had a vagina. <laughs> I think. I, um, I do think that's very very. He, he he's oh he, he has an he has a unhealthy obsession with it. He is obsessed uh, with it. He practices hours a day. He's constantly I'm infatuated with he's my infatuated. drum. And I used to have that drive. I don't have that drive anymore. Yeah. Um, as far as drums go, people, I, I, come, people come over. He's like, "This is Patricia. Yeah. My drum set, dude. It's insane." Uh, he, he he named his his drum kit. He really did. He did. I, 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 I forgot. Bruiser. Bruiser. Oh, That's, that what is is. So That's what it is. So cute. I'm yeah, so surprised you. Bruiser the blue. It's the truth uh, kit. Truth kit. kit. Yeah. Dude, that truth kit. It's like almost ten years old. Sounds that fucking sick. So still. Cute. Yeah. It's it's hard. It's hard to beat fucking Keller shells. It is. Well, oh, and he he's got that. Uh, he's got those hard shells that keep it. Uh, yeah, yeah, protected yeah. and stuff. So, but yeah, the kid's fucking phenomenal. Fucking Bryce, Trevor, Jiren, and um, fucking Jeff Harlan. Jeff He's up there, dude. They're all Trevor, dude. That fucking kid. It's so funny because when like when he first got on the dinosaurs, and and it's people and Clay, out. Clay, Clay uh, from Polyphia. Clay from Polyphia, fucking monster. All, all like that's a that's a thing that that fit for King's drummer. I don't know yeah, his name. Jake, yeah, Jake. Jake Easterling or yeah. Easterling or whatever it is. It's fucking yeah. Uh, that that's the thing that always kind of catches me off guard is like these dudes are just they're fucking monsters like they hold up to dudes that are that are making it in the world yes and some of them have found that you know that fit so that they get to stay mm-hmm. and then some of them just still just haven't and they're just fucking killing it local mm-hmm. and that's what I was saying earlier about the whole talent thing it's like your talent is only going to take you so far you can be the most ta- like you can be better than everyone else and there's still going to be musicians that will make it because they have that management they have that they have that look they have that push you know it's sad because music used to didn't be that way it used to be solely about the music and your talent and what it sounded like mm-hmm. it, it, no one gave a fuck about your image no one like there no, no one cared about fucking views and stuff like that it was all about your record sales and playing shows you know but that all that shit is dead now the 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 business side of music and all that shit has changed drastically in the past yeah social media just took over social media has just taken it and even, even getting signed to a label 
we were talking about earlier and we said we would visit on that earlier yeah yeah that's that's crazy to me is just some of these guys getting signed off of you know 3,000 likes or 3,000 views or whatever the, whatever the fuck it is they're not getting good deals the labels <laughs> I'm telling you man like I I I thought that you know when I'm 20 when I was 21 and 22 and playing in bands yeah. I thought you know you, you get big you get a label to fucking sign you and then once you get signed everything's taken care of I thought you know I thought the label would get you transportation to get to go everywhere they'll pay for all all your upgraded equipment they'll pay for you to get on the road right it's like you're taken it, care of after you, you reach that. that goal yeah I, I kind of learned that through um through watching comedians I, I watch them more than I watch musicians now because it, it just ends up being the same fucking thing all the time it's these gear nerds that think they know everything and think they know what uh, what sells and so they buy all this expensive ass shit and they think that one day it'll pay them back it's like no nope. it's not it's not gonna pay you back dick no nope. you know and, and I, I watch it more out of the comedians now like I said so it's like um, they're they they get into this thing where they think uh, they'll get to a point where uh, the venues or the promoters will fly them out across the country or, you know, put them in this nope. nice ass hotel. It's like, no, they're just going to get you a bigger paycheck. And then you're still doing that shit for yourself. A exactly. A label at the end of the day. And I, and I learned this the hard way. A label is a bank loan, basically. Uh, dude, I was just about to say that. That is exactly what I, it is. I learned that from, uh, exactly uh, I, I learned that from Kellen, uh, of, uh, Memphis Mayfire. He, he, he messes me one day. He was like, yeah, dude, I don't know what you think about this shit but most people don't i i'm a, a musician and a, i didn't for a long yeah, time yeah a label is just uh a bank loan you know exactly it, what whatever you want out of them they they you have to go through an approval process and 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 they give you you know x amount of money but you're paying every dime of that and shit it didn't matter back. if you go in the hole they want their money back oh it yeah if it flops doesn't fucking matter oh it's, yeah yeah honestly nowadays you're better doing it diy Hunt the dinosaur pretty That's much what's does. Up. Pretty, Hunt the dinosaur pretty much does everything DIY. We're on a little record label. It's called Le uh, Legend Recordings. Legion Recordings. Um, they, uh, but it's but but it, it it's not on the level of like a Sumerian or Century or something like that. But yeah. I, but I have talked to labels like that. I've yeah. talked to big labels like that, and they, I'm telling you, like the label, unless you're just some product that's super new and fresh like that. What's that one? That Poppy Girl that yeah. just got signed to Sumerian. Yeah. Fucking garbage. But she got, but but she got a good deal. And Fucking trash. It, but for the next two or three years, it doesn't matter if she's putting out shit or whatever. She's getting, she signed a good contract. She got a good fucking deal. She's got yep. a good management team. Like, yep. She, like you said, she's got the fucking push, and she's trash. And that is what, trash. like, I think the main, like, if you're if you're in an upcoming band and you're trying to like, you're trying to get big, you're trying to get your name out there. I think the number one skill that you can honestly work on and put forth putting effort into is like your your social media reads it's about yeah. how it's about how you manipulate facebook and youtube and getting yep. all the eyes on that it, it used to be about releasing an album and getting on the road as soon as you can because right. you didn't have the fucking internet to spread the word of mouth you had your put on your fucking facebook exactly you know put on your fucking instagram but and and, and then that goes back into the Market being oversaturated. There's yeah. so many metal bands on Facebook. It's like you know these labels have a hard time even catching good bands. You know what I'm saying? Oh, yeah. But it's a uh, it's a push and pull, man. But I've <laughs> I've been in this shit for 15 years. I've been doing it since I was about 15, 16 years old. And I uh, it's thanks, Jacob. What? What? Are you, He's like hunt Jacob the puppies. Hunt the poppies. <laughs> hunt the poppies. <laughs> hunt the poppies. 
<laughs> okay, we will. Uh, Not a problem. Get like a dartboard or face. Tannenbaum and... says, tell Hunter to get some dicks. Love, Louisiana. <laughs> <laughs> and then Gene uh, uh, Paris says, why Quebec and no Montreal? Quebec. You have to ask... Uh, Whoever's booking that tour, I think. Uh, yeah, who? Right. Um, let me look real fast. It's uh, what's his name? While you're looking that up, Jacob Lee Arnold said, uh, "What up, Hunter? Is a kick-ass, extremely talented. Glad to see him on the podcast, dude. We're we're glad to have you. Who, who was his name? This is uh, Jacob Lee Arnold. Jacob Lee Arnold. Yeah. Thank you. <laughs> oh, you're a darling. Sweet. Thank you, darling. <laughs> Uh, let me see. I'm trying to find this fucking flyer. And okay, so with um the act of violence, the guy named Kenny in there. He's a guitar player, I think. He's the one who set it up. So if you got a problem, go to him. But he's a big motherfucker, so I don't think you're gonna be able to do anything to him. Stand down, bitches. But this is my second time going to Canada. I went to Canada a few years ago. To work up there a little bit, and we went to Winnipeg and Montreal and Toronto and all up there. So I'm excited to go back up there and yeah. how eat, is it? Eat some poutine. It's cold, dude. Yeah. What is poutine? Please tell me. I've you don't know what poutine is. Most no. people think it's vagina. No, I, I know it's not that. I know it's some type of like potatoes. I'm, a, I, I, I would I'm love, American. <laughs> I would love saying it in front of like my parents or something. It's like, oh man, I love poutine. My mom's like, what? What the fuck? Not poutine. Right. Not not poutine. Poutine. Poutine is French fries, gravy, brown gravy, okay. and cheese curdles all it is well okay all right all it's right. basically like hash browns yeah and canada gravy is their most popular condiment it's more popular than ketchup it's like it uh, ketchup in america gravy canada they eat it with everything like fuck ketchup dude brown gravy with french fries fuck ketchup fuck ketchup fuck ketchup fuck it fuck it fuck it i love tomatoes uh, on burgers i do too and I sandwiches i like ketchup but i'm not a big, I'm not ketchup. A big ketchup i hate fan. fucking ketchup. i like mustard and mayonnaise you I'm guys ma- can I'm, both I'm, go suck dicks. I'm a ma- I'm, I'm a like I'm that. a mayo creamy cheese guy. I love ketchup. I don't like Miracle Whip though. I don't like that sweet shit. Fuck that. Fuck Miracle Whip. Yeah. Miracle Whip is is trash. I hate that. Shit. Yeah, that's that's garbage. Uh, Jacob Lee Arnold said, "Got to get back to work. Thanks for the smoke break entertainment." Woo! You're welcome. Get your ass back to work. Tannenbaum says, "LOL." Tannenbaum loves some to hunt the dinosaurs. Love you. Yeah. Oh, it's so sweet. I love ketchup. And then I recently... Uh, she eats ketchup on fucking chicken fingers. God, it's so good. I like barbecue sauce. Chicken fingers. Yeah. That shit's ranch. good, too. I love ketchup with the little uh, frozen White Castle burgers. <laughs> That's that shit's yeah. Garbage food right there. Oh, it's... Oh, man. <laughs> I, dude, I live on garbage uh, food. Garbage food. <laughs> garbage food's great. I My coworker, uh, we were talking about something, and I said... Because uh, I, I brought chicken. And I was like, hey, could you get like ketchup packets while you're at the gas station? She's like, yeah, sure. I was like, but could you grab like 20? She's like, what? I was like, yeah, could you grab like tw- 20, 30 would be fine. And she goes, you like to smother things in ketchup? I go, yeah. She's like, I do too. Uh, and of we all, bonded. Out of all the condiments, the, we the, bonded. The most. Uh, hardcore followers seem to be the ketchup followers. They'll it. die for the ketchup. And, really? Yeah, guys, if, if you're on uh, if you're on Facebook Live right now, tell us what you like. What is it? Ranch, mustard, mayonnaise, or the fucking bullshit ketchup? That's not bullshit. Uh, what about spicy ketchup? We're, we're gonna, we're gonna oh, block that's you. Not, if you're that's pretty ketchup. good. No, I'm we're not gonna block you. Spicy ketchup Fuck is off. my jam from fucking Waterburger yes. for sure. Yeah, I love like my, my stepdad would do like um, some catfish fries, like some, uh, and uh, I like getting Tabasco sauce and ketchup. And yeah. Catfish. 
Louisiana yep. over there. Oh yeah, baby. Justin hey. Doherty says hello. Land. What's up, Justin? Maddie King uh, Felsing says hunt the dinosaur for life. Hunt the dino for life. And Rapid. she also says I like relish. Cool. Girl. Whatever floats your boat, I guess. <laughs> I mean, I like it in like tuna fish salad or some shit. Gross. Like that. Or chicken salad. Or chicken salad. Or turkey yeah. salad. Oh. I haven't done turkey salad. Oh, man, it's just like chicken salad. Oh, I mean, or squirrel sure. salad. That's gross. Squirrel salad. Squirrel salad. I mean, I hunt squirrels. I'm a big hunter. My family, my family well, owns. Or hunt the dinosaur. I am. I am. My family owns a hunting camp in Louisiana, and we lease it out to people. And it's like it's a legit business. People come out there, and it's like she's been out there. It's satellite TV running. Like there's like three <laughs> bathrooms. It's really nice and renovated, but it's in the middle of the fucking woods. But there's hog. There's yeah, deer. My, my dad's got a. Uh, uh, my dad bought my great grandmother's ranch that they my great great grandfather built and it's in the middle of fucking nowhere it's the best i love it it just the most barely peace. has running water to it you know yeah. so i i totally get that that's why i want to retire yeah yeah I, th- I think that's his plan too dude it's so awesome out there now don't get me wrong i still love my technology I, i'm gonna be 67 years old out in the middle of the woods with my xbox Maddie, I, I sincerely apologize i'm looking at a a uh uh an icon that's maybe that big, so I can't tell that you're a dude, not a girl. I'm very sorry. <laughs> oh, Maddie? Maddie. Hey, I'm not going to lie. I mean, Maddie is, is, sounds like a girl name. I, I know if you no, It's no disrespect. It's, you're, yeah, I'm, you're probably... I'm, I'm just trying to answer everybody as they pop up. It's, it's uh, yeah, my, well, my, my bad. Well, I imagine that Maddie is a beautiful man. Good looking man. Let, let's, uh, I, I feel like I need. I owe it to this person now to pull up their profile and look. Jesus Christ! I, I've only that met, was... I've met one girl named Hunter. Oh wow, that Ma- was weird. Maddie has a beard. I I went to high school with a girl named Sean, but it fit her Sean. perfect. Yeah, it was a strong uh, woman name. It was. <laughs> <laughs> that is a man, ladies and gentlemen. You hey, you're a good looking man, Maddie. I like your beard. Maddie, now that I can see you, I'm I'm very very sorry. I I it was not intentional. I promise. That's why you I use can't grow a beard they. like that. I'm surprised no one has asked about my hair. He he's it was like the I think he's mad at me. Comment. He said I was named after Madison, Wisconsin man. <laughs> oh, oh. <laughs> sorry, buddy. I'm... Madison, Wisconsin. Oh, uh, let's see. Jason Tannenbaum says, uh, "Deli baby." All right. All right. Uh, oh, but he else. Uh, what else did he say? He said, <laughs> "Love said, hunt uh, the ketchup." Rayville, uh, Louis, Louisiana. Rayville, Louisiana. That's where I'm from. Rayville, Louisiana hot sauce. I say Monroe. Ooh, Justin said blue cheese. What about blue cheese? Oh, I I, love blue I cheese. recently discovered right that I like it. Blue cheeses. I love melted blue cheese on a hamburger. Like cooked I have into to it. try that. Yeah, I have look, to try that. Get, she about passed out when he says it. She, mm. She's like, I'm never going to look at you again. I will say this. The smell of blue cheese is kind of a turn off because it smells like like rotten cheese kind of. Yeah, that but funky the, cheese. But the taste is so dope. Um, <laughs> so dope. I recently found out that I kind of like blue cheese. And it, it was if like, I ever cook okay. hamburgers, again, get the raw, get raw beef. And get blue cheese and mix it in the raw beef and cook it, it like, yeah. dude, orgasm in the mouth. Orgasmic. <laughs> That's not a problem. Just. I'm a 
Put some cheese in there. Put some cheese on it. I keep, I keep uh, forgetting that I've got to switch the fucking it. channels on this thing so that we're all in frame. Otherwise, it's just staring at Hunter the whole time. But I think that's all anybody gives a shit yeah. about watching anyways. They just want to see that pretty ass face. Whee! That pretty face. Uh, let's see. Uh, Maddie said, I'm not uh, mad. I'm actually happy my favorite vocalist is talking to me. Aww. Oh, that's so sweet. Maddie. Fat clouds for Maddie right there. Fat clouds for Maddie. <laughs> I, man, I, like I said, I used to be a dirty cigarette smoker. I smoked a, um, I smoked a pack of Camel Turkish Royals probably every day for about four or five years. Dude, I, I expected, I, I, I always kind of have a preconceived notion of like what I should, what I should expect. This dog is gonna fucking piss me off. <laughs> Take see, a dog and you talk. See the camera just going like this every fucking time. It's Moose this time. I'm sure it is. Yeah, they're, he's, they're he's, switching. He's a little asshole about it. Odie's <laughs> um, no, over I, here. I, with I always kind of wonder what the people are that are are going to show up because you you can never really tell from their online persona. You know your videos. It looks like you like. Fucking smoke weed every day, and just the biggest douchebag that just cares. No, about. dude, you don't. You don't come off as a douchebag at all. No, like, it comes I, off as a tool. If I thought you were a douchebag, uh, lo- I wouldn't have talked to you. Lo- lots of people think that it's it's that rat persona. If you give if you give me five minutes of your day and talk to me, we could probably find some type of common ground. Uh, some type, yeah. I mean, we did in like the first what three minutes. Hey, I was I I was raised by a good mama, and I try to follow the golden rule. I could care less if you're conservative or Democrat or you're atheist. Just treat or everyone the most good or Christian. If, you, if nice you're a, if you're a good person, yeah, I, I'll, I'll fuck with you. No, I mean you're you're on you're on absolutely great terms with us. Obviously, you know we Yay! we wanted to meet you and wanted to get to know you. I mean, this is. No, you know, fucking a nobody podcast. You're just hanging out and talking, just introducing ourselves and, and getting to know you. Hey, Hunt the Dinosaur started off as a nobody band. There you go. Um, Corey wants you to play some Vegas shows. Yeah, there you go. We'll be coming out to Vegas. Oh. We'll be coming out to Vegas. Oh, oh, oh. There you go, Corey. The tour that we have set up right now for the American one, I think is going to be more of an East Coast tour. Oh, okay. <laughs> but we no, will be coming out to Vegas. Sorry. J- Justin said... Are you guys suicide silence? Question mark. Like, no. And then it's fans. Oh, okay. <laughs> oh, yeah. I like yeah, I absolutely. like how you did that. You just paused. Mitch fans. Lurker was one of the reasons I even started doing vocals. I love that dude. Yeah. And I and I For even sure. I even love Eddie. I don't like their latest album. I'm not gonna crap on it because I'll do yeah. it for you. Everyone. Yeah. It, it was it was bad. They were trying to do something different, but now um I have uh I have heard some of their new record. Yeah, probably not supposed to say that, but I have heard some of their new record, and it you're is, not saying who sent it to you exactly, right? Um, and it is uh, here's a, some tea. A, the, a, the whole Suicide Silence bandwagon is about to get jumped back on. It's like the cleansing. It's really fucking good. Nice. It's fucking gnarly. Nice. There's a there's a awesome. lot of good. There's a Thanks lot for of that little tidbit. There's a lot of good new shit that's uh that's coming out um here soon. So I'm excited. 20, 2019 has been the fucking year for metal. So many bands have released CDs this year. Yeah. So many. Yeah. I should have waited till next year. <laughs> no, I think, I think you're in a good spot. You're in a yeah. good spot. No, I'm you glad. Did, you did Get your play. name in there now. Yeah, yeah. Then you can come back with the sophomore next year. Yeah, dude, it was so many mm-hmm. bands. Fucking Shadows of Intent has released a new album. Spite released a new album. Attila, I think, released a new album. Um, dude, is, is, uh, is Shadows still doing everything DIY? Do you know? What do you mean exactly? Weren't they weren't they always just releasing releasing everything just on their own? 
Yes, I thought, I've, I thought uh, it was Ben Durr, like basically going through like the the gent and, and like metal pages. No, for, no, no, for no. They they're, they're like they're like black deathcore kind of. They have like the big orchestra sound. And, right, right. But I know. thought he was like releasing it through those like forums and stuff like that. I may be I may I, be putting it in the wrong. Location. I don't know if they're on a label now. I thought they were doing everything like that. Was one of the they things I loved about them was just that they were they had gotten so far in it. Off their own, just credentials, not because they had you know a rise or a you know a, a, any of the other labels underneath. Them. I think they have management, but they don't have a record label. It's still really good. It, it's like my uh, my homies and traders. They just got uh, management with Mike Milford. It's a dude who owns Stay Sick with Franz, and he also is the manager of Chelsea Grin and a few other bands. Maddie wants to know what's your favorite music to listen to while you're traveling, like road trip and stuff. Metal and rap, but uh, my girl likes a lot of. I was about to say metal. <laughs> my girl likes a lot of rap music, so it's mainly rap music I listen to. Mm-hmm. Um, but I love, I love everything, man. My musical tastes have changed. I used to hate country music. I even like some country music now. Um, nah. I like a lot of lo-fi, like chill hop, yeah, type of shit. Um, but mainly metal and rap. Gotcha. And Anthony wants to know five bands or vocalists who made you want to be better. Slipknot, Corey Taylor. Slipknot, Corey Taylor. Slipknot, Corey Taylor. Slipknot, Corey Taylor. Really? Oh, he's he's like, let me just repeat that five I, times. That that band and that man, I wouldn't be. I'd be dead. That band, I was in third grade when I f- first listened to their... It wasn't their first original EP they released. It wasn't the Mate Feed Kill Repeat. It was like their yeah. one with... It was their first Slipknot like titled, self-titled. The, right. the Ouija board on the back and the red jumpsuits. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I heard that album and... I became a drummer right there. I, I saw them and I didn't even see human beings. It was just like them and their mask, and I was just infatuated with them. And um, I really got into slip bands like Slipknot, Mudvayne, Corn, Disturbed. Um, that that was my childhood growing up on those bands. And then I, you know, I was from a really small town in Louisiana. I went to a private Christian school. I was the black sheep of that school. Everyone, yeah. you know married their high school sweetheart and worked on the farm and Blech. I was over here listening to death metal my parents like oh my god you know Satan dude I, I was I was the exact same way I was I was in my second story bedroom uh my my parents had bought me a uh, like a 112 crate guitar amp and I I routed my CD player into the 112 <laughs> and I was jamming uh, like I, I was still like super Christian, so I was listening to mostly Christian metal music, but I was listening to Azalea Dying cranked into this 112 as loud as I could. My dad came in and basically bust my door down and like, turn that shit the fuck off. We will not have that that date uh, demon music. Yeah, that, that was horrible yeah, oh yeah. retelling of that. Oh yeah. yeah. Um, and Pending Doom, one of my favorite bands. The yeah. devil. Really, really they, they are the epitome of that devil sound. The devil. Most humble Christian guys I've ever met. Oh, yeah. I love Absolutely. Brooke. I love, love those guys. Brooke's an awesome guy. Um. Uh, okay, so J- Jason Tannenbaum won't shut the fuck up about this. Tell Hunter to do the Jay Leno. No. <laughs> tell Jay Leno or tell Hunter to do the Jay Leno farting thing. Y'all know do about the that. Jay Leno. No. Do the Jay Leno. I was on the Jay Leno show. Hunter, do the Jay Leno. What? Please don't embarrass yourself. I'm not. I'm not. I, I have I still, no I, idea. I still do it to this day. I do it every year for my family. So 
long story short, I was on the Jay Leno show when I was 16 years old. Yeah. Um, NBC Studios flew out me and my sister and my family out to Burbank, California mm. to be on the show. The segment was called Does This Impress Ed Asner? And Ed Asner is like the the Brad Pitt, George Clooney of like the 1950s and 60s. He, right. was, he was on the Mary, yeah. Mary Tyler Moore show and a few other popular shows back then. Anyways, I got to get on there and I can I can like fart songs under my armpit. <laughs> and I've been doing it since I was a kid with my redneck Bayou crazy family. That is so um, adorable. I, like I, I still do it to this day. During Christmas... Christmas times when we go to Louisiana and chill with my family, I stand in front of the family and I play some Christmas songs in front of my armpit. Dude, that's awesome. Yeah. But it was badass. They flew out my whole family. I got paid $800. Dope. They paid my sister $800. I got to meet uh, uh, Jay Leno and Ann Azra. I got to meet the Pussycat Dolls. They were like wow. the Spice Girls of yeah. that time. Yeah, they I, sure were. I got to meet um, Elijah Wood and some nice. of the Hobbits from Lord of the Rings. I got to oh, meet wow. Evangeline Lilly and... It was a bad. It was a really badass experience for myself. But as I've gotten older, it's. I look back at it and it tickles me that my parents got to experience that because my Randy, my stepfather, uh, Randy and my mother grew up on the Tonight Show and like Jay Leno was like. Oh, that I, is they so probably never cool. thought that you know like their yeah. kid got to do that and. Absolutely. It was a badass experience. That's I really I really cool. enjoyed it. That's very that's very awesome. Yeah, Jason, he's not going to do that. He, we're talking about <laughs> Hunt the Dinosaur, but thank you for bringing that up because I didn't know that. <laughs> and when we get through with this podcast, you can look up my name, Hunter Madison, or anyone who's watching this, you can look up my name, Hunter Madison, on YouTube, and it'll be the very first video. And you can see the people drop off our feed right away. <laughs> <laughs> They're all going to go watch it. <laughs> good shit, good shit. Uh, Justin Doherty says, if you ever get a chance uh, hearing the self-titled Slipknot backs, it will give you chills. Oh, I know. If, if he's talking about mate, feel, uh, mate, kill, feed, repeat, I believe is what it is, mm. that album is fucking gnarly. That's, Corey Taylor was not in that album. Corey Taylor's right. first appearance was on the one, the that I was, yeah, the one I was talking about. Yeah, that was the, uh, I think that was my real introduction to, to metal. I, I moved to Plano when I was 14. Uh, so that's that's where we're at. We're in Plano, Texas. Uh, I moved to Plano when I was 14. I started a brand new school. I didn't have any fucking friends. And the first people I met were like the goths at, at Jasper High School. Did you go to Plano High? Uh, no, I went to Plano West. Best drum line. Yeah, Y'all's very drum, good. Y'all's drum line is phenomenal. Um, phenomenal. phenomenal. I, I was not skilled at fucking anything. So I, I, was, I was just... On the outskirts. I was a skateboarder kid that, that nobody fucking liked. He's really skilled at talking. <laughs> yeah, I talk my ass off, apparently. Yeah, uh, I love talking. But, That's what he's great uh, at. Uh, yeah, <laughs> I, I met essentially the, the skids or the goth kids. You know, the, the dudes that wear the big, the, the big fucking baggy like parachute pants with the belts like and the, the chains. Are they called oh, like Jankos or something? Oh, fucking makeup, slipknot shirts, mud band. Everybody had a fucking striped shirt underneath yeah. it, whatever. You, you know exactly. I was friends with everybody. Because I played super aggressive music that drew people like that, but I dressed preppy and nice. So like I was, I was homies with everyone i wasn't really the the high school that i went to i went to argyle high school i graduated in 2009 and i it had its cliques and stuff but i was never mm-hmm. a part of a clique or I, I was in band in high school so i guess i had that clique but i was playing in local bands and so like the local metal community was kind of the clique when i was growing up and the and the metal scene back in 2008 7 9 that that's when it was popping bro 
It yeah, was uh, I I graduated in 04 and this this was really before like Plano Center or any of those <laughs> fucking shows even took off. Yeah, you know I I was in uh, uh, Zemer was in tenth grade when I was in ninth grade. He had just moved here from California and hadn't even started third string really, so there was fucking nothing going on. My brother's band was a minority and they helped put on like the first Plano Center shows that were were even around at that time and it was just like fucking pop punk you know random ass shit but uh no what I, what I was talking about with the you know when I when I came to Plano was um one of the first CDs I ever got was a, a kid just gifted me Slipknot's uh uh first album best album and gifted me a CD player he was like you can borrow it for a month and every day walking to and from school just had that in my my jacket pocket. Just listening to that shit all the time and hiding it from my dad. Oh yes, it from my mom. <laughs> I had to hide that. Super super religious. So I would like I would steal skateboard uh, magazines and I would listen to Slipknot all fucking day. And I would come home when when they hadn't gotten home yet, and I would listen to Yahoo Music, watch the early uh, music videos from metal bands. Because uh, I, I got in there from like Fallout Boy and Good Charlotte and shit like that, and it yeah. randomly like put in like heavier and heavier stuff. Yeah. Until I got to Azalea Dying's uh, uh, Confined, and when Confined album, came on, oh shit! That's like was some like, of the first heavy shit that I listened to. It, like, it was the first thing that registered shit. for me for sure. Oh my god, he liked that one. Y'all gotta see this dog. He's perfect. He's so chunky. Say hi. This is Otison Harold. Otison Harold. Say hi, Otison. Barf. Barf. What the fuck is up? Say what's up, bitches. What's up, bitches? What's up, bitches? How you doing? Kisses. Kisses. You're so sweet. He's a good boy. Sweet. He, boy. he will give you kisses though. So that is our uh, our twelve pound. Uh, <laughs> beast of a dog that's our son and he is the uh the old man of the group and then he has a son here that's 20 pounds and his girlfriend here who's 18 pounds yeah. he's a runt yeah, he's, he's the absolute what's runt. so funny he looks like the puppy i know he looks so young yeah how and old he, is he we don't know he's, he's a rescue he's a hobo oh uh sweet boy de niro molly hernandez says watching from manila philippines you got a Filipino watching. <laughs> what the fuck is up? Uh, higher volumes, pips. Uh, seems like they are whispering. Are we too quiet for you, De Niro? Are we uh, quiet? Do we let, need to talk louder? Let me know. Closer I can, to the I mic. Can, I can turn it up just a little bit for you, but I don't want to blast everybody else out. It seems like we're already pretty loud here. But uh, Turn it up. You let me know. <laughs> turn your TV up. Uh, thank you so much for tuning in and hanging out with us. Woo! Uh, yeah, I, I tried to... Uh, I tried to list in like your your fan pages and stuff like that whenever mm -hmm. i was approaching uh you know people to uh to talk to about this or or uh, uh you know send it out to and there was some there's some far reaching fucking pages it's awesome oh yeah man. dude i got man yeah. i got fans all over the globe baby i got cool. my, my uh when i look at my analytics online like to see where most of my fans are it's like america the uk and australia are like the top three oh. and and surprisingly oh. mexico which is I, I find so odd, but nah. really, yeah, I got a lot of fans in Mexico. That's Mexico cool. City. That is really cool. Yeah. 
Jesus, that was. Bow, bow, bow. There you go. All right. Uh, <laughs> Celebrate yeah, them. De-, De Niro said that's uh, fine, so we're we're good on the on the volume issue. <laughs> I can talk like this. Oh, shit. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God! Shut the fuck up. You're like, no, it's too much now. Oh man, yeah, we've, been, we've been fighting with the feet. audio for for uh, about a month now, and I finally think oh. I got it pretty well situated uh, care of but oh, some man. moves so uh skills yeah Ow. Ow, ow, ow. let's 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 talk your uh, your recreationals man recreational uh, i think you're you're pretty well known for uh the weed thing yeah what i love weed is is it something <laughs> you like to like to be brought up or you like to associate yourself with yes. other than like I, I know you put it in your music and stuff like that but is it something that you like to be like Known for like the weed advocate, yes, because I I, because I feel like that most people that are advocates for it, Mm -hmm. they fit that typical saw dude, you know, and it's like I I, Bryce Butlers. (laughs) (laughs) I try to just approach it a little differently. I uh, I feel like, and this is just my personal take on it. I know that everyone doesn't feel this way. I feel like though, for for me personally, and just in in general, kind of, I feel like marijuana. as an artist, marijuana has helped me like write good music. It's also for me personally, marijuana. I just I, I like that I, I I like that culture. I like that kind of Yeah. You could call it Rastafarian, you could call it hippie. I just like that peaceful um get together. I've met some of the coolest yeah. people sitting in a circle passing a joint around, you know what I'm saying? Um I also feel like that uh when it comes to vices, and when I say vices, I mean, you know, pick your poison, alcohol, marijuana, right. ecstasy, heroin, meth, whatever you want to do. I feel like out of all the vices that you can Cocaine's do. Cocaine's a hell of a drug. Cocaine is a hell of a drug. Definitely meth. <laughs> I feel like out of, out of all the vices that you can pick, I feel like marijuana is the safest. Yeah. Um, I also Just do it! <laughs> Just do it! Smoke weed! Um... I also uh, I like the culture behind marijuana. I like the I like how now that um, it's almost it, it's it's becoming way more acceptable with people. Yeah, for sure. Know? Because I mean, marijuana is a schedule. Well, what a schedule three drug. I mean, it's up there with like cocaine and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's it's ridiculously high up there on those charts for whatever. It is. It is. Reason. And you know, it's like I can go down to the gas station and get a product that kills a hundred thousand people a year due to cirrhosis to the liver. That's not even counting like the fatalities from car wrecks and stuff like that. Mm -hmm. And I don't knock people drinking. I have my drinks. I drink a little alcohol. Sailor Um, Jerry sponsor me, but we're we're still fans of cirrhosis (laughs) of the liver. (laughs) Just drink responsibly. Um, but I, uh, I feel like the, um, for me personally, just marijuana has helped me kind of, uh, and and this may kind of may kind of sound stupid, but marijuana has helped me almost, this it has made me more mature in the sense that it's kind of calmed me down, and and, and, ma- and marijuana has made me look at life differently in the aspect of being more appreciative of life, being more appreciative of the relationships that I have with people, um, and that and I'm not saying that you have to have marijuana to do that. You know, were, were, were you kind of a hyper person? So it kind of it kind of. I'm still a, a hyper bit. person. I, I I can smoke an ounce of pot and. You're like, all right, let's go, let's go let, do something. Let, let's go do it, you know. Yeah. Um, yeah. Ma- oh, mar- marijuana doesn't affect me like it does, I guess, the average person or whatever. But um, yeah. yeah, I mean, it seems to kind of just like narrow your mind and focus you a little bit more. It kind of just takes you from here. And you're like, all right, all I right. Mean, I I'm I smoke here. probably a quarter of pot a day. 
Mm-hmm. It's a lot of weed. <laughs> I wouldn't know. I have like by I, the time, like, like I told you before, the last time I smoked, I was fucking sixteen years old. Yeah, I mean, by the time I wake up, I'm hitting the bong. I'm when I'm going to sleep, I'm hitting it. It's kind of a ritual. But I've been, yeah. I've been smoking now, pretty much every day for ten years. Yeah, yeah. Still look young. Mine still functions pretty properly. I think. <laughs> <laughs> You're like, wait, what did I just? I'm say? still pretty quick. You're well, quick in your mouth for right. sure. You know, but on the opposite side of that. Yeah, liking the culture and just—I mean, I mean, I'd be—I I, I like the feeling of being high. I like the feeling of marijuana. I also like—I um, want to get into the business side of it. I want to get Hunt the Dinosaur yeah. more popular to where I can have my own strand of marijuana that I sell. Oh, and, and you could uh, have little Dino Nuggets. Yes, I want I, I want I want a strand. <laughs> I want a strand of pot called OG Asteroid, and the description is going to be like. This is what killed the dinosaurs, not the asteroid. The dinosaurs came <laughs> the up green. on this marijuana plant, and it got set on fire somehow. And when they inhaled the fumes from it, they all died. All right, when you do the dino nuggets, strong, TM, the strong for dino right chronic, dino chronic. There you go, right there. So cool. Yeah. Oh shit. Pretty um, cool. So you you brought up a you brought up a good point. What is uh, what's your preferred way to smoke? What Bong. do you what do you like? You like bongs? You like wraps? Uh, the back Bongs, whatever. joints, blunts, pipes, I feel vaporizers. So, I feel so completely out of this. Like, like I don't do any of this. You stuff. know what dabs are? I do know a little bit. Yeah. Dabs is ba- uh, just very short. Dabs is concentrated THC. They get weed and they can either use CO2 or butane, or they can they can compress it and they get all the THC out of it and you heat up like a titanium nail or a ceramic nail and you just drop it on there and you just there there's no you're not burning the plant matter from the pot you're just burning like the straight oil from it that shit is like 90% THC and will get you high as fuck yeah so I, I think for me now like before <laughs> I was I, I was a lot worse about it I thought it was more like a, a drug drug that's you know. what a lot of people think. My my parents, my, my mother is is one of the smartest people I've ever met. She is an English major, like just beautiful, smart woman. Right. And shout out, mom. She, I love you, mother. Um, and she doesn't think about this with weed anymore. But like when I first was smoking weed in high school, and I got caught from it, dude. Oh man, she was crying. She thought that I was just gonna oh. just become a drug addict, and <gasps> I'm gonna find you in a ditch somewhere. Dude, marijuana kept me away from drinking alcohol. Like, yeah. When I speaking of when I did the Jay Leno, I came back from the Jay Leno show. I was 16 years old. I thought I was a bad motherfucker. My friends threw me a big party, and I drank an entire bottle of tequila. Like I'm not even exaggerating. It was like I ripped the label off the bottle, and I was pouring. They had these big beach cups, and I was pouring like half tequila, which was probably like six or seven shots, and yeah. half orange juice. And I was holding my nose and just chugging it and trying to get into my body as fast as I could because I was 16 years old and stupid, didn't know what I was doing. Right. And I drink an entire bottle of tequila, and then the next day I wake up at 3 o'clock in the afternoon at my parents' house. <clears throat> didn't know how I got there. My mom walks in. She's like, did you have a good time last night, Hunter? And I was like, uh, <sighs> yes, ma'am. And, like, you know, my hangover really started to, like, hit me. And I was like, oh, I still was feeling horrible. And she goes, how'd you get home? And I, I don't. I was, know. like, playing stupid. And I was like, uh, I don't know. She just came up to me and slapped me across the face. She was like, she was like, you're lucky that you didn't die. She goes, we had to pick your drunk ass up from your friend's house because oh, he needs some milk. Because <laughs> you had alcohol poisoning. And, uh. And then they proceeded to make me go in the backyard and pick up sticks in 100-degree weather because my stepdad was like, if you're man enough to drink, 
You're man enough to wake up and work the next day. Time to do some yard work. Oh, dude, I was Holy fucking, I was puking shit. and throwing up. And like that moment on, literally, like kind of like defined like my drinking uh, uh, career per se for the next few years of my life. Like I did, right. like I had a few other times where I got drunk and stuff, but I've I've been drunk a total of like drunk drunk, total of five times, six times. Yeah, this this for us is, uh, yeah. th- this is our kind of vacation, I guess. Uh, I, I put a lot of stress on it just in the fact that I'm, I'm doing a lot of production work and trying to make this thing as, as nice as humanly possible for, yeah. for our guests and for our viewers. Um, but uh, uh, yeah, we don't, we don't get drunk. We don't. We don't smoke a lot. You know, I'll have a cigar every so often. She has a glass of wine. I may have a, you know, a cocktail or something like that. Maybe a couple of times a week, mm-hmm. if that. But it, I've always kind of thought of myself as like the dad of my group. I always end up being the one that has to take care of everybody. So I don't really get to to really let loose. So the podcast was a good reason for me to say. Fuck it. We're home. We can do that if we want to. Absolutely. And, you know, the only people that are watching are the people that are on here and they don't give a shit. You know, they're they're not here to judge me or anything. And if you can keep your shit together, turn the fuck up. I mean, it's like it's like me with weed. Uh, I, you know, I don't condone smoking as much as I do. But if I mean, you know, I I keep my shit together and got a beautiful girlfriend. Got got a decent job, love got a decent band, and uh, not not addicted to hardcore drugs. So I think that you know everyone's I think got you're their, doing pretty good. Everyone's got their vices. If you if you you know if you want to get off of work from nine to five, you want to come home and have a few beers and watch the game. Do it. If you want to get off work and come home and hit the bong a few times, do it. If you want to get off of work and come home and inject some stuff, do it. I don't encourage it. I don't think you should do it. Um, but you know, the, you know, everyone's got their vices, to man. Each their own. I don't. Pe- you know, people. Do, I wouldn't do that. I wouldn't do this. I have battled addiction in my life, mm-hmm. and I've and my family. I've got drug addicts in my family. I have friends that are drug addicts. It's easier said than done. You know what? You, what you would do, and what you wouldn't do. Right. Yeah. For so. sure. Uh, let's see. So Maddie says she definitely agree. Or excuse me, he, he, <laughs> he. Maddie. I, I keep seeing the Maddie. I'm sorry. Jeez. Maddie, Maddie, Maddie. Uh, Where is your mind going? It's going to. I'm talking to a girl here, so I, I'm, I'm just trying it's to just look at you're his such picture. a handsome man. You're Maddie. such a vibrant sexual man that I I can't help it. I'm very sorry, Maddie. I well, you. thanks, Maddie. There goes my seven-year relationship. Yep. All to you're you. Ta- you're taking me. Uh, I'm coming with you to uh, Wisconsin or whatever the fuck that it is that you're at. You can uh, take him. Maddie says, definitely agree with you, Hunter. Uh, De Niro says, marijuana cool. Meth, nah. No meth. <laughs> nah. No meth. Uh, Maddie says, if it happens that you know... Uh, if that happens, you know I'll buy some Asteroid OG. Oh, yeah. And then uh, cool. De Niro says, you don't just go to Manila with marijuana. They will put you in jail and add one note uh, when they caught you with a one kilo. Oh, he's marijuana. talking about the Philippines, isn't he? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, dude, there's and there's some places in uh, Colombia. The dude, uh, it's uh, Drone Visuals. He filmed my music videos. If you go to Colombia with pot, like it's like a life sentence. If you get caught with a few grams. Yeah, I think. I think so uh, sometimes Th- you get the death Thailand penalty. is, uh, is death, penalty. death on the spot. Yeah, that's God a damn for weed. You gonna kill me for weed? Uh, yeah, we uh, yeah. uh we, we listen to like uh, comedian Ari Shafir, and he, he's like he's always talking about how he sneaks you know drugs into places. I would fuck and that. Like, fuck you yeah. are taking big <laughs> chances, buddy. So I wonder what other drugs are like. I mean, is it like that with all drugs there? Like it's just death on the spot. 
Because I've heard, I, I know about the marijuana thing that you can get death there, but I mean, is it like that with cocaine and heroin? I would imagine so. I would assume I, so. I mean, uh, I think Thailand was the same spot that they the guy was like graffitiing the wall. And they beat the living shit out of him in the square That's with like insane. a cane stick. So they'll fucking kill you for smoking weed, but you can go to Thailand and get some 13 year old hooker, and it's it's all good. Just come uh, to Thailand. Yeah. They got their shit backwards. It sucks, but we're not that insane. far off. We're like three years off on certain places in, in the U.S. I know, from dude. that being okay, too. I know. It's mm. fucking insane. Dude. You know, I think it's like Hawaii's like. 15 or 16 years old. I think Arkansas used to be 14 at one point. I don't remember exactly, but... Yeah, they upped that one. I don't know. I know. Let the the paint dry. Let the paint dry. Yeah, Maddie, Sir Maddie says, I'm actually watching from Reno, Nevada. Used to live in Wisconsin when I was young. Well, what up from Reno? Nevada. Reno 911. I was about to say, if you're in Wisconsin, send me some cheddar cheese. Shut yeah. Up. Oh, I love, I'm a cheese guy. I love I cheese. Love cheese. Oh, I love cheese, too. God, it's amazing. I know. Oh, and you like wine, too, so wine and cheese like together. It, yeah. I've never had that experience. I would like to go to like a little wine-tasting, cheese-tasting. It is phenomenal. Dude, there's some spots here in Dallas that'll that'll hook that up for you. Yeah. Um, Ooh, it's a lot of individual like little breweries and, and wineries here. Uh, they hit you a, up downtown that'll, yeah. that'll hook it up for you i used to uh i used to run a wine and beer department and we would have these our our meetings would consist of uh each person brings in a wine and has a pairing with it so i learned how to pair like red and white wine with certain cheeses and meats and our we are so we'd go into this meeting I'd present my wine, what I paired it with, and I was an overachiever, so I'd be like, all right, I also paired it with the dessert. Everyone's like, oh, my God. And I was like, here you go. And then it would be a group of, like, sometimes 15 to 20 people, and each person brought wine. Each person brought food, and we would just sit there for, like, two hours drinking wine and eating food. That was our meeting. Oh, man. That was a professional. Sign me up. That was our meetings, and we would do it yeah, before I, the holidays. I get the call from her saying that they were super busy right now. She couldn't come to the phone. So busy she, right she now. She couldn't do and certain I'm just things. I'm like, busy. Oh. I'm doing my meeting right now. Like, yeah. That was our you. meeting. I'll be right back. And everyone else is like, yes, yes. And you, and you made just, like, a bunch, and it was really small, so it was easy. But They do that same shit with marijuana like in some places it's, it's like awesome a, it's like a bud and breakfast you'll go into a place and it's like yeah. they'll they'll bring a hookah out and it's like this is a sativa that's really good for in the morning to eat with your you know pancakes with, with your omelets I, and I, your I crepes really, i really <laughs> look forward to it becoming legal because i i'd like the opportunity i think to try it again yeah i i was i was adamantly against it for a long time and you know you I, know I, who to hit up baby it ain't gotta be legal <laughs> I just don't want to get drug tested at my job when I got a good big boy job yeah, right no, now. I, no, no, don't keep your job. Keep yeah, your job. I'm, I'm not. I'm not trying to get in any trouble right now. But I, I would. I would love to be able to do that. Like sit down. Like we 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 smoked outside on the balcony. Just you know, I had a cigar. You have your vape, and we just hung out. And and there doesn't have to be like that that wall there. Like exactly. Uh, for for a long time, for me, it was like. I, Some I, people are uncomfortable around. I it. felt I felt uncomfortable. I yeah. always I always kind of did, and then it just got to a point where like, this is fucking stupid. You know, there there's nothing here that's like that's hurting anybody. You're coherent. You're you know you're absolutely not. Not right. all weed smokers are like that. It's like the same. Some people can handle their alcohol. Some people. No, I mean drink we got fucking Jay and Silent Bob right above <laughs> you. So yeah, I'm, I'm right. definitely aware that there are those that are fucking idiots. <laughs> but uh, for the most part, you know my my buddy Sam. 
uh, who's our our old basis for uh, and place for Rivethead now. You know, he he works for a government agency, and then you know, so he technically can't, but he does it still. Dabble um, CBD. I think they still test. They do, and the thing is, if you do CBD. It doesn't matter how much of the THC they take out of it. There's still small, small amounts of traces mm. on it, and you can fill even on CBD. Yeah, you can. But that's all the health benefit shit. Yeah. Uh, I've got one of the reasons that, that my band hasn't kind of moved forward in any any recent history is because I got hurt. I don't know what the fuck happened, but I got hurt in my neck. And, uh, fuck, I'm stuffy. <laughs> don't know why. Yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm stuffy up my right side, but that side's really open. It's yeah. always like when I'm stuffy, it's like one side will be open and the other is just like fucked. It's um, like, no. how I am. Switch over. Right? It's like I'm going to tilt my head this way. My, my nose will be fine and then she'll say that she's she's getting stuffy and then all of a sudden I get stuffy. <laughs> I'm really stuffy. <laughs> Gotta eat some spicy yeah. food and open it up. Seriously. All right. Uh, we'll, we'll jump off of my bullshit. Uh, let's see. Uh, Anthony... Alaire, I think that's how you pronounce that, uh, said Allaire. favorite movie quotes. Mine have to be Arnold Schwarzenegger quotes, LOL. And uh, also, weed's legal here in Vermont, though I don't smoke. God. <laughs> You're like, you Switch places with me. Right. <laughs> yeah, I, I really I really wish that, that weed would legalize. I, ju- I just... It will eventually. For, first of all, just to be over this bullshit of like people getting arrested for this crap. That's the main thing. This, yeah. this is just ridiculous at this point. It's a it's a give or take though. You'll hear the argument that they legalize weed, they'll save money on you know people that are getting incarcerated from it and blah blah blah. But yeah. the, the argument on that side is as well, cops are making quotas and making their money from arresting people just from a gram or two a pot, you know, and then they have to book them and feed them and all that. I mean, it's it's just a never ending cycle. It will be federally legal in the next 10 15 years. I don't think it's going to be legal anytime soon. Federally. Are we technically federally legal in those like 16 states? No, it, no, it's on a state it's level that's legal. Level. So federally and this still happens in some states. I just went to um, California about 3 weeks ago. Mm-hmm. I went out there to hang out with the Amir dudes and I was making some music with them and we uh I was hanging out with the drummer and the drummer was telling me that out there that federal agents still come out there. The DEA will still come out there and raid those places and cut them off yeah what i i I think i heard it on on rogan's podcast he was talking about how um through obama's administration i think it was they said they weren't going to go after the individuals but they were going to go after the distributors yeah so i mean it's they would go after the the like the stores yeah and it's now there's so many of them it's like good luck once you take one down there's another one being built it's like you're just wasting your time so have fun yeah have fun It's like with alcohol being illegal back in the 30s and stuff. There were so many underground bootleggers that were making moonshine and stuff. It's like, fucking legalize it. To me personally, if you you look at the the logistics and statistics of everything, and this is just my personal opinion, I think all drugs should be legal. Meth, heroin, cocaine. You make all drugs legal, you crash the black market. Also making all drugs legal would make it to where people who share needles with like heroin and meth, mm-hmm. HIV and hepatitis, all that would go down because people wouldn't be sharing needles anymore. It would also put more money into government programs to help people with drug addiction versus yeah, incarcerating people. Yeah. I think there's a system in, I think it's Amsterdam. It's in Amsterdam. Uh, yeah. That, with that, heroin. That has the, uh, take it in, we'll test it and verify it. Yes. And then you can do it in safe space. Exactly. Um, and there's 
if you legalize all drugs, there would still be repercussions from it. I'm not saying that it would be 100% the best thing to do, but I think that over time it would be a better... The The war on drugs is the most failed thing. I mean, the, Ronald Reagan did the war on drugs in the 1980s, and yeah. it's been the most failed policy in the world. It, it, it has hurt more people, honestly, than it has done good. Mm-hmm. I mean, they they've... I think the most good that is probably done is with like MS-13 and gangs and stuff like that. That right. stuff needs, but when you legalize all drugs, you take away their source of revenue. That's yeah. true. You know, so I was just gonna be like, I just. I, I'm sure that political scientists and uh, 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 people who study the economy are probably be able to debate with me better on that, but just just from what I've seen. In I the mean, sadly, what what do they know? Like, a lot of this stuff is guessing. A lot of this stuff is just like, we're making this shit up, or this is the way that we've been doing it for forever. You know, we're just going to keep doing that shit till, you know, it, it doesn't make sense anymore. Right. And I think we're at that point. It doesn't make sense anymore. Right. Well, it's just the access of information, too. Everyone's got a computer in their hands. Yeah. yeah. And it's also, it's, it's just one of those things where people, I mean, it's, I look at it as somewhat of a conservative American, it's like you uh, you should not be able to tell me what I can and can't do. If I'm not harming anybody else, it doesn't matter if I'm harming my body. If I want to choose to do that, you shouldn't have any say-so in doing that. You know? Yeah, I feel so that for sure. That, that's just my opinion. All right, so uh, real quick, back to uh, back to Anthony. What's your, you got a favorite movie quote? Favorite movie quote. I got lots of them. I mean, and we, we talk about anime, cartoons, movies. I'm a big anime nerd. I got a bunch of quotes from, like, I'm a big DBZ guy. Uh, anything. It's power levels over 9,000. Hmm. The, the original Kamehameha. Um, <laughs> I like a bunch of Pulp Fiction quotes. Uh, Tight. You scratch my CD in broad daylight. The Ringer. I love that movie. Um, uh, what else? Uh... Mainly, honestly, Dragon Ball Z. Anything the the his power levels over nine thousand. That's like my favorite one, probably. I love that one. You're like that. That's my go-to. I love it. I'm a huge anime nerd, and especially Dragon Ball Z. And I know the I know the CEO of Funimation and the owner of Dragon Ball Z here, and it's based here in the DFW. It's in Flower Mound. Yeah, mm-hmm. I got I got a we got a friend that's that's a, a voice actor for Funimation. It's, oh, really? That's really cool. Yeah. Well, his, what's his or her name? Oh, Sam. Sam, Sam Grun. Huh, I'll probably, I've, I've probably met him before. I've met a lot of the voice actors from Attack on Titan and Dragon Ball Z up at the Funimation Studios. Uh, Gin Fuganaga is the executive producer of Funimation. He's the CEO of Funimation. Mm-hmm. I used to work at a retirement home in South Lake called Watermere. Mm-hmm. And I saw this old Asian man walking around one day, and he had a Dragon Ball Z shirt on. And this, this man's like in his 80s. And I was like, that is so badass, dude. I was like, you wear that Dragon Ball Z shirt. I love Dragon Ball Z. And he was like, my my son is the uh, CEO of uh, Funimation and Flower Man. I was like, holy shit. Yeah, that, that's sort Get of like, how... like, hook it up. That's sort of how, how Sam kind of got <laughs> into into that. He he bumped into a dude, happened to see his car, and was like, dude, what do you do to afford that? He was like, I work for Funimation. He goes, how do I get into that? And the guy told him, you know, submit a a, a voice actor tape or whatever it was. And... That was it. But I mean, it's worth $130 million. That's legit. Dude, they they do all of their stuff in-house. They do all the voice recording there. They do all the music there. Because what happened was uh, Akira Toriyami made Dragon Ball Z. He's in in, in Japan. Well, Mr. Fuganaga's uncle worked with Akira Toriyami. And when Mr. Fuganaga was growing up, he loved anime, and when he moved to America, he the the uh, the Western market didn't have any anime in it. So he asked his uh he asked his uncle, he's like, "Can you get a Kuro to- Toriyama to hook me up?" And so he yeah. started Funimation, and then now 
My my older awesome. brother watched it religiously. Yes. He, I remember watching with him as I was a kid, and I'd be like, "I like the cloud that flies." Nimbus. Yeah, I'd be like that. That's my thing right there. I was like, I want one. That's original Dragon Ball and like the yeah. very first you know episodes of mm-hmm. Dragon Ball Z. <laughs> that's how far. That's how far we, we. I went back on that one. But, but then he learns instant transmission and he can focus his energy and he can yeah I remember that anywhere in the universe. Yeah, I'm a nerd. That's awesome. <laughs> Just nerd out. It's fine. You like you are a big Batman fan. I can tell. I like the art of it, and I, I, I like uh, he I, is. I get, I get you like Alan Moore. I, see, I don't know that name. Oh, I don't know that name. I, he did some Joker stuff. I don't know if he did Batman stuff, but I know he did some stuff with the Joker, and he mm-hmm. uh, he did a lot of Spawn stuff. I think, if I'm not mistaken, I could be wrong. See, I, I like the art of it. I like the the movies, and uh, I've I've got a lot of the like the anime movies and, and the 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 or the comic movies and stuff like that, but I haven't dug real deep into it yet. This is my just, I needed something besides band stuff to get into. And then Batman and Joker kind of suited that. So that's, that's where I'm at right now. Um, (laughs) But I'm, I'm, I'm really trying to dig into it. I, I wanted so much to be into Dragon Ball Z and I just couldn't, I couldn't. It's not for everyone. It's not, but are, are you Dragon Ball Z or just anime in general? Uh, I I feel like I've seen a lot of bad animes. Yeah, because there's a, there's an anime out there for everyone. And I, I feel like a lot of them have just turned me off. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, she she his girlfriend just shook her just shook her head and said no. She's yeah. over there like fuck no. She's not a big anime. Hey, I feel you. <laughs> I've tried it. I've tried it a couple man, times. You, and I'm like, yeah, you, you should try to try to get into guns, man. I like guns. Yeah, Ooh, those like are guns. fun. You you uh. You go shooting it all ever? Ever so often, yeah. I don't. I don't have anybody to fucking go with. <laughs> Let's do it. I'll take you some time, dude. We. He's will like, do bitch. I'll get sure. you hand. Let's go. I, I, I shoot a lot. It's a big uh, music shooting video games. Dude, I, I feel like we could get along a lot in the sense that, and and I'm I'm not gonna try to put it on you or anything like that, but like I feel like we could get along in the sense that we both have that same kind of mentality of like it's just like I'm tired of dealing with a lot of other people. And so I just kind of want to do my vision yes. my way. That's what Hunt the Dinosaur is. Yeah. And I, I, I totally appreciate that. That's part of why I wanted to, wanted to get to know you and, and you know have this sit down with you is just kind of dig into your mind a little bit and understand it because you're doing it so well and I'm so impressed thank you, by thank it. Thank you, thank you. Like yes. I've, I've watched you kind of transform. Uh, you know, I think I caught wind of you from the Azura days. Mm-hmm. I, I reached out to you a couple of times. You know Nick? Nick. Nick Wallace. It sounds familiar. So you you know mainly JoJo from Azura because uh, it was JoJo, Nick, Matt Sandoval. I don't know if you know who that is. Yeah, and then I know oh shit, Jared Charnock. Jared, yeah, I know Jared. I tried to reach out to him a few times, but fuck you, Jared. He's doing some other stuff. <laughs> no, nah, I'm just kidding. I love that kid. Um, okay, so we got. Uh, I don't know if you can dig into this one, but I'll go ahead and ask you the question. Go, you can go just, for it, baby. You can cut it off. Uh, when are you and Bro Job linking up? Never. 2020. 2020, Richard. Early 2020. Hopefully. Uh, Richard, I think your last name is Gartouche. I could be lying. But, uh, Sup, Ethan? But I could have my fingers crossed. And then, uh, Jesse Greenstone says, last show at Tomcat was dope. Me and the rest of Blackstone were honored to play with you guys again. Legalize it in Texas. I love Jesse. I know who that is. He's a good guy. And then uh, <laughs> Francois Rivard, I hope to see you in uh, Quebec. A Francois. Fr- Fr- man, Francois yeah. is French as fuck. Yeah. A Francois. Yeah. 
I'm surprised I, I pronounced that correctly. Good job. Hey, he can get that, but I can't remember Maddie's a dude. I remember it. Do you, Francois? Do I imagine. You? I imagine Francois like Francois. in a really nice turtleneck and like a like a nice scarf the long cigarette, and just a super long like. The oh Corilla my god, Deville, the Corilla Deville. Yes. <laughs> All right, so uh, I don't want to. I don't want to hold you up too much longer. Um, so let's 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 round this out real quick. Let's round it up. Keep keep asking questions. I yeah. like questions. I like I'll, talking. I'd honestly keep going all night, but I, I don't want to. I don't want to just hold you hostage here. Um, <laughs> t- tell me about what you got going for the rest of the year and what you got going into 2020 that you can announce. I can announce. Okay, so hunt the dinosaur plants for 2020. Basically, bless you, lady, off the microphone. Achoo! Basically, the plants for hunt the dinosaur in 2020. I'm going to be releasing multiple. Um, uh, uh, oh my gosh, I'm having a brain fart. M- uh, multiple covers. Uh, covers. Uh, the Dinosaur's kind of a cover band. I got a few covers already that I'm sitting on. I'm just waiting to make videos for them. Um, we will also probably release a few singles. I'm, I'm somewhat kind of want to treat it like a uh, SoundCloud rapper and you know just kind of drop a few original singles here and there. And then we will be working on new uh, like a new CD next year too, but we won't be dropping it probably until 2021, 2022 work on it make it sound really good but we're, we're going to be touring going to be releasing covers um i uh i will also i've kind of taken a break on doing uh uh vocal tutorials and vocal spots for people when mm-hmm. 2020 when the first day of 2020 i'm going to be opening um like my bookings up and you'll be able to get some vocals from me and i'll be doing some lessons i'm also going to be doing some more like video tutorial stuff on how to like start a band what you should focus on doing that um vocal playthroughs vocal warm-ups i also will be doing um so you're super into the the entrepreneurial side of it as well oh yes awesome i i want to be more i i want to be a band that's big but i also want to be like a vocalist and a a an entrepreneur basically you know like i kind of you know i like to be honest i don't want to follow in the footsteps of franz but i i definitely like like I said earlier, Attila has never been an influence of mine. But that's a pathway to follow in in the yes. broadest Dude, sense of it. He, he yeah. out of any of the, at the end of the day, I want bread on the table and I want to I want to make money. And out of all the bands that are out there, he makes the most of it. Yeah, so absolutely. if I could learn anything from him or um, get any of his fans or anything, mm-hmm. bring it on, baby, bring it on. Uh, Francois Rivard asked, "What do you think about Observant Band?" Um, observant the band yeah I don't think I've ever we'll heard. do a turn with them in Canada well I've ne- I will be playing with you guys but I've never heard of you guys I get exposed to a lot of bands and it's I can't remember all of them yeah but I'm sure you guys are badass I'm excited to uh to be coming out and uh and ripping it up with you in Canada so bring do you, poutine do you want to do you want to announce <laughs> any of the guys that you'll be playing with uh in in hunt the dinosaur since it's mostly your project yes do you want to announce who you'll be kind of rounding yourself out with uh for now uh dylan o'rourke is going to be filling in on guitar for the canada one and then trevor scott my drummer he's going to be coming too and then the tour that we'll be doing early 2020 um i got a filling in guitar player from one of the bands that we'll be touring with and trevor's going to be playing the drums Awesome. So, it's going to be good. I'm really excited. Uh, it's going to be... Uh, 2020 is going to be the year where all of my fans in the United States get to see me. We'll be touring all over the United States and hit that, it hard. That's so yes. great, man. Uh, Lucid, or I think that's how you pronounce it. Lucid. Uh, 
uh, Destructo is dope. Please Destructo. play here in the Philippines. Eventually. You got, you, got, you got a lot of fans in the Philippines. That's awesome. Yeah, that's pretty cool. You got a nice in. outreach for sure. That's pretty cool. I love all my uh, love all my fans. Black, yellow, brown, white, purple. Poiple. Poiple. And then uh, love you guys. Anthony Allaire uh, says, Will you push yourself to go harder uh, than in the end of couch lock? Are you are you playing? Oh yeah, write, write anything hard. Oh yes, yes, really? dude. Some of this new shit, it's like 300 BPM vocal shit. It's insane. Woo! Wow. It's insane. Woo! Uh, so when Boop. is the first single album, and when can you guys travel up here in the far northeast? What's up from Massachusetts? You will see what, me. You will, yeah. Massachusetts will see me very soon. Yeah, we talked about that a little bit earlier. Yes. Uh, he can't announce any of his. His U.S. stuff, he can only announce his uh, his Canada stuff right now, but uh, be on the lookout for that yes. for sure. But specifically the Massachusetts, you will see me very, very soon. Ooh. Yeah. Any uh, any big festivals that might be on that list? Nope. No. I can't, I can't talk about them. But. I, I, understand, I understand. But yeah, I... Um, you guys can't know. Yeah. <laughs> we've, we've, 2020 is going to be dope. That's Hunt the Dinosaur. It's going to be jam yeah. We haven't. Hunt the Dinosaur hasn't toured yet. This will be the Canadian ones will be oh, the first awesome. Hunt the Dinosaur tour. What a way to hit it off. Yeah. yeah. I'm excited. Congratulations for yeah, sure. Yeah, for sure. So big props. Uh we're Maddie, so we, proud. We, they grow up so we fast. We ta- uh, talked about that a little bit already. Uh he said, uh, are you working on any new singles for Hunt the Dinosaur next year wise? Yes. Both cover singles and just original Hunt the Dinosaur singles. Absolutely. I just got a fucking really badass new guitar player he's he's not he's not officially in the band yet but i'm gonna fuck with him and write with him see how it goes and he's a good guy and uh i yeah, think that you, he was telling me about him earlier if if your guys uh if you're paying attention in our scene right now you're you're gonna know this guy and you're gonna be so stoked he's so good so good i'm very excited um <laughs> teddy said and we leave here homie and we what? Yeah, legal. T- Teddy uh, Teddy McGurn says, "Yeah, man, get your ass up here." And he says, "Yeah, we legal up here, homie." Oh, dude, the with the homies I'm staying with, the dude has like a like marijuana <laughs> plant. He's it's, like, I have a plethora. I mean, and it, it's it's federally legal Come. in Canada. You can go to a gas station and get yeah. it. Yeah, that's awesome. I'm excited. Oh, I would be too. All right, guys, we're at about the two-hour mark, so I think it's time we wrap this one up. Anything else you want to throw on this one that we can uh, we can sponsor for you, we can endorse for you? Uh, well, I, I, first of all, I wanted to say thank you for having me on, guys. Yeah, Y'all of course. Y'all are both fucking awesome. Um, thank you. Uh, I uh, just jam hunt the dinosaur. We're on iTunes. We're on Spotify. We just had a new CD come out a few months ago called Dengasaurus. Check it out. It's on all the uh, digital platforms. We'll be touring in 2020 and uh, smoke one for your boy. Awesome. (laughs) So stoked on that. Uh, Guys, just to wrap it up for us here at uh, uh, Terrible Humans, next week on Monday, I believe it's the 28th. 28th. We are going to be interviewing or talking to uh, Lil Rain as well as... uh, I think it's Caleb. I think that's his name, but he goes by Scully Kid. Yeah, and then uh, Scully Kid, <laughs> and then uh, JoJo of Begotten Woo. that just announced their signing to Stay Sick. Stay Sick. They will be here in our studio in the same spot that Hunter's at right now. Uh, we'll be talking with them, and we've got a little surprise that we're going to do for you guys uh, while we're live. 
Um, next month, November, we've got Aesop and we've got a few other bands that we've got coming up, as well as some other podcasters that we're going to bring in here. Uh, we've talked with a uh, another big producer um, that we want to get in here, and we haven't nailed down a date, but trust me, you guys are going to want to meet that fruity bastard um, and hang out with him and see what we're going to do with him. Uh, thank you again, Hunter, for coming out Absolutely. with us and, We've and talking with really us. We've really enjoyed it. Yes. Thank you so you're, much. You're, Good as, you're as down to earth as I had hoped you'd be. So Yay! humble. And, and so much fun to talk to. I hope that we sure. get to go out and have another drink before we, will. before We're gonna, we get yeah. out of here. Yeah. But uh, guys, thank you so much for hanging out with us, and uh, we'll see you very, very soon. We do have uh, Preston Torch, uh, their podcast, coming out this week. And then I think we've got... Uh, uh, cutthroat conformity that we just did a live video for last Friday. We've got it coming out next week. So we're kind of banking a little bit. It's just a little bit behind, but we're getting it. We're going to get on it. And hopefully our videos are just as good or better every time. Yes. But thank you so much for, uh, for Kristen here. I'm Jonathan. We're terrible humans. And thank you so much. Hunt the dinosaur. Peace out. Motherfucker. Bye guys. Bye. Bye. That was good. That was perfect. That ran smooth as butter. Plug that in the matrix now. Pulling the needle out of my. Mm -hmm.